listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Now do you pussy niggas putting money on my head? Go on, get your refund, motherfucker. I ain't dead. I'm the diamond in the dirt that ain't been found. I'm the underground king and I ain't been crowned. When I rhyme, something special happen every time. I'm the greatest. Something like Ali in his prime. I walk with the block with the bundles and knock with the hundle. Swing with the oxen in my rumble. Show your ass at the gun do. Got a temper, nigga. Go ahead. Lose your head. Turn your back on me. Get clapped and lose your legs i walked around gun on my waist chip on my shoulder till i bust a clip in your face pussies beef ain't over hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house on a tuesday or monday what day is it, it took oh. a day off yeah i <laughs> just didn't feel like doing a show yesterday mm, mm. Uh, but i did put out um an episode of nerd off so you guys kind of got some free premium stuff out there for you guys uh if you're not premium if you are premium then same old same old um but yeah enough people were wrong on the internet today so we back hold on trying to tell people how wrong they is and how right we are okay okay mm-hmm. uh of course you can find us on itunes and stitcher to search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews and we'll read them on the air um as long as they're nice the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um and let's get right into the show okay no 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 sponsors today um all kinds of news is happening so we might as well talk about it um okay so this this is not the most important thing to happen but i thought this is interesting and uh i thought a lot of people was tripping about this okay um so united airlines removed uh passengers for wearing leggings now uh obviously there's more to this okay uh apparently their employees have what they call a buddy pass where you can let family and friends travel for free now you can get bumped off a flight um so there's like a lot of um you're not top priority yeah there's like a lot of like stipulations to it but one of the stipulations is you have to dress in attire deemed quote-unquote appropriate uh for whatever for travel and they state like certain things you shouldn't wear and stuff right mm-hmm. um well apparently um when a passenger shannon watts uh saw she narrated an incident from the denver international airport on social media while watts was boarding her flight to mexico she noticed two upset young girls who were turned away from the gate traveling to minneapolis watts said the girls one of them as young as 10 years old were forced to change out of their leggings because the united airlines employee stated their attire wasn't appropriate for traveling the parents appeared frantic as they went back and forth with the staff after the mother put a dress on her youngest daughter the family was allowed to board the flight the girl pulled a pulled a dress on what said but please keep in mind that the dad had on shorts that did not hit his knee they stopped maybe two or three inches above the knee and there was no issue with that uh while it may have looked like the airlines airlines rules applied to all customers the company quickly released a statement to say the family was trembling under the buddy passes used by employees and their dependents those who use the pass invoke a contract of carriage rule too which requires travelers to dress appropriately while representing the company uh it's not that we want our standby travelers to come in wearing a suit and tie that sort of thing jonathan Guerin, a spokesman for united told new york times we want people to be comfortable when they travel as long as it's neat and in good taste with the environment 
travelers are considered standby customers if they want if they have to wait until after uh, every paying customer is boarded before they're given a seat their behavior is also held in high regard if a standby customer flying under the past traveler tickets is unruly they can that can mean big trouble for the employee uh regardless of who the rule was enforced on the public made it clear that policing clothing the children was a bit extreme celebrities like lavar burton and christy chain uh tegan uh, took to twitter to slam the airline for its rules while others believed otherwise yeah um so here's my thing i think this falls underneath underneath the umbrella of policing women's bodies mm-hmm. uh because i think it's part of that same debate which is of course should women be able to wear yoga pants out the house as if like women are slaves meanwhile we look down on cultures where women wear burkas and shit right like we de- like we definitely try to tout how our culture above other people's cultures mm-hmm. women don't even have the freedom shit. to dress how they want then as soon as a woman puts on uh some form-fitting clothes like this bitch must think she a prostitute you know it's funny because even like some liberal left-leaning people turn into that uh dave Chappelle, well you sure are wearing a hooker's uniform uh stand up bit uh as soon as uh this shit comes up it's like people don't really have a rule now what i find interesting is that like most zero tolerance things people hide behind the policy right my thing is the policy is fucked up right you know like just because somebody got a policy don't make it okay you know where else they and if, if case people are like but this is the rules they don't want people it's not like the little girls weren't fucking thongs on the goddamn plane man it's not like uh somebody got on the plane with their t- fucking titties out man it's just like it's just a little girl in 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 fucking uh yoga pants like nobody on the plane is you know i think it's the sexualization of young girls right but like, people are like oh she must be trying to do like she's a child dog she's 10 she's not thinking about anything but taking a flight hopping on a plane hanging out with her parents that's what the fuck she's thinking about um i don't think anybody because there's no denotation of this person is a person who is on a buddy pass so there's no um way that another customer right would be like oh oh look at her she's representing the airline right now no one's thinking that shit this is an antiquated policy that goes back probably however many fucking decades and it's stupid it's literally stupid and it is sexist yes it is sexist i don't care that people are like well if a man wore some yoga pants they would kick him off too now see that's why you're stupid right because it's not about it's not simply about would they treat the person the same way if they also said um anybody wearing a bra gets kicked off the plane we would go well that's clearly against women well a man could wear a bra he get kicked off doesn't that sound fucking dumb we know for a fact that women are more likely to wear these yoga pants so then it's it's like it's still so fucking silly to explain it this way but we know that women are more likely to do that now let me take it to another comparison that to race and where maybe people might be able to identify where they simply have no sympathy for these little girls um how many clubs are you going to where the dress code just didn't fit niggas mom just whatever niggas is into uh what are you tennis shoes yeah you can't come in now keep in mind your tennis shoes in a lot of cases with black people your tennis shoes might cost more than people's whole fucking outfit you staying in line for some fucking yeezys and basically be careful don't want to get a scuff on them when you go out but still you stand online for those your shoes are worth more than people's entire fucking wardrobe and they walk up in there right before you because they white and your clothes are black clothes okay you wear black clothes no tims right oh yeah yeah no no worker boots nigga my tims are clean as fuck though 
like i like these i didn't get off a construction job and then come up here and say can i get in the club but it's it's that way of treating people you know what i mean like no one's gonna get kicked off the plane for skinny jeans you know like it's clearly like it's clearly a situation where especially when it comes to dress codes we attack the things that we think somebody would wear that we don't want to see them wear and more more likely than not when it comes to women you see this litany of shit it's always that way any any woman that's ever had a job when they give you the human resources like what you can and can't wear at work women's list be long as fuck men let's be short it'd be like three like don't wear shorts Mm -hmm. don't you know i mean five items max like right like women should be like uh no brooches uh (laughs) excuse me no afro puffs and no watch your hair must be appropriate what does that mean who decides that right you because the, that's the problem a lot of this is up to discretion and the problem with discretion discretion is racism for some people because whoever making the decision it may not lean towards that person because of their own biases like when we had went um we had went to miami went through tsa and I know that uh, some people, uh, some black women have complained about t- when they go through TSA, particularly if you wear dreads and natural hair, how a lot of times um, people just want to rub their fingers through your hair and shit because the machine goes off. I think the machine actually picks up oils in our hair. Now, try me funny or something about the texture. I hear the fucking machine needs to be fixed because it's all about white people. It doesn't consider black people's oils and shit. I really yeah, think, they didn't test any of that shit. I bet. Right. I guarantee you it's oils or, or something that triggers it for black women that cause is that thing to come up and it just so happened that when we went through it was a black woman she looked at my hair was like oh baby you good yeah and and the fact that they have a policy about the shorts the father doesn't get in trouble because the shorts are too short they don't even check for shit like that why because he's a dude you know like it's people sounded so stupid defending this shit it just like it's it's like okay clearly it's you know it's you know what it is it's that thing where um black people will be like man the cops pulled me over for no fucking reason and then someone goes well just do what the cops say yeah dog you skipped the whole fucking part to where it would i shouldn't be in this situation is the point you know what i mean and that's the thing like why are why am i being stopped every time i come through here you know that's the question i have like rather than the the you know like why is this a policy why is stop and frisk a policy no don't well if you don't have anything on you you'll be fine why the fuck is it a policy though can we stop like let's get to the bigger issue in the conversation because one of these stops the other thing why the fuck do you care what a 10 year old girl has on when it's just it's leggings it's not like i said she didn't hop on a fucking flight in her bathing suit you know what i mean she's not running around her fucking drawers you know like it's a bait it's, it's just leggings and we're like Mm-mm. and that's that thing where, where you're sexualizing the child because and ultimately sexualizing women because if a woman wears fucking yoga pants out the number one assumption is she must be trying to be sexy she can't be i don't know going to do yoga going to the gym just want to be comfortable none of those things apply everything women do is obviously for sexual attention if they stand out in any type of way so i i just thought that shit was stupid and i thought the debate around it I, it's that thing where you just almost can't believe it's a debate like you say something and you think it's obvious and then people are like well you know the rules on the airline is this and you know if a man did it they feel the same way and you're like no, no, well, oh wait oh right. wait this is this is pretty like y'all have bought this shit hook line and sinker mm-hmm. yeah don't don't get yeah, in this one of the things where 
uh, shit like that frustrates me yeah. um a lot uh because now you have parents in the fucking frantic trying to now they have to basically open up their goddamn luggage in front of everybody trying to find their child something to fucking wear that's appropriate and it's like why should i have to go through this and my thing is so if they were normal paying passengers y'all wouldn't have gave a fuck the little girl could have walked her exactly. ass in there with that's why it's so on. stupid that's why that's it's, why so it's stupid. fucking dumb and the thing is nobody knows that these people have a goddamn boarding pass i mean i mean a, a yeah. membership pass like there's no distinction like was somebody gonna be like is there fear somebody would be in the back row going oh my god that 10 year old has on leggings and I can smell her buddy pass. There's no way she paid for a ticket. Those are buddy pass seats. Get that bitch off the plane. Like, what is, who is the imaginary person you're trying to impress with this? Like, it's not classy or anything. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, at this point, air, airplanes are pretty much sardine cans for people at any, any point. Like, it's not, this isn't a, a occasion. This isn't, you know, like, no one, like, motherfuckers aren't flying on a, private jet and don draper's there with his fucking smoking a cigar like nigga do you just want to get from point a to point b why the fuck are we making this so goddamn complicated it should be the same rules for everybody i don't know it's it's antiquated and they spent all day on twitter fucking defending it and shit and people were pointing out the obvious ridiculousness of this rule and it's just that thing you can convince society that there should be a rule you can convince most people to give up the fight you know it's like how most people i know it's unrelated but uh in a way it is it's like how most people whenever they hear an athlete like beat his wife the first thing they say is how many games he should be suspended right versus this, this motherfucker should go to jail right and that's because we've already moved the battleground way over here when they have shit to do with them the problem is legally what are we going to do to protect this person's wife right the argument that most people 99 percent of people have when it comes to like athletes doing shit is how many games will, should they miss in order to be suspended for this or be punished that that's kind of how this shit feels like oh well we we it, it's settled science that uh the dress codes are fine and impartial no it's not it's very partial all dress codes are partial to something you any any nigga that's ever been to a club where somebody was like yo they scrutinize what you had on and then let some white dude in you every last one of us that had that moment we're like oh my god this dress code is really just racist right or either you you're standing there while they giving you a hard time and you look over and some motherfucker walking in there with flip-flops on exactly and, and walking in there that's what i'm know, saying t-shirt ripped everything they looking you in your face and telling you don't matter you're looking like but this motherfucker got his is barefooted but i can't go in what? almost every black person almost every black person especially if you club a lot has the story of going home having to change the humiliation telling your friends we need to go or some friends getting in before you and not seeing you not get in all that kind of shit you know like so yeah i don't find these dress codes to be any fucking different man it i don't see why uh a little girl who's gonna be sitting in her fucking seat on a plane is such a big distraction to this company it's it's, putting on a magic show what the fuck so it's so ridiculous um uh let's see what else has happened uh barry jenkins who directed moonlight Mm-hmm. he is going to write and direct the underground railroad series that will be coming on uh amazon mm. it's based on colson whitehead's best-selling book the underground railroad uh the novel centers around a young slave woman who in an attempt to find the underground railroad discovers an actual underground network of trains tracks and conductors un- operating the, beneath the georgia soul 
jenkins calls the novel a groundbreaking work that pays respect to our nation's history while using a foreign to explore it in a thoughtful and original way preserving the sweep and grandeur of a story like this requires bold innovative thinking and in amazon we found a partner whose reverence for storytelling and freeness of form is wholly in line with our vision He's also writing a film about Olympic boxing champion Clarissa T-Rex Shields for Universal and recently held an episode of the upcoming Dear White People series for Netflix. Go ahead and make your money, dog. Barry Jenkins out here mm-hmm. prospering. I bet you the underground will be beautiful because I, I hope he works with the same team he did for Moonlight because mm. uh, the visuals, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I can't explain it, but just the visuals and the, and the thing about that underground, I would probably watch that because i'm gonna tell you right now he knows how to shoot black people's skin and that's something that as i've gotten older i pay more attention to those types of things and i never really realized how much people don't know how to shoot black people's skin until i see moonlight because you had really really dark toned black people moonlight and um what was that uh the other show um we watched on um oxygen by um you mean the show you mean you mean the show i watched yeah you watched yeah uh it's called queen sugar queen sugar right i'm sorry not not the show i watched i watched a little bit but yeah you you watched watched one episode Mm -mm, mm -mm. i watched one of one episode but anyway you did but (laughs) i did but the same thing with that and queen sugar because the thing is black people know how to shoot black people's skin and it's a certain way that the lighting has to be it's, it's a certain way that the lens has to pick up our skin tone and uh i think that it's going to be beautifully shot yeah i can't wait um uh also speaking of black actors i've never been abusive i mean hold on i've never been abusive to anyone in my entire life uh terrence howard pleased innocent on twitter despite previously admitting to hitting his ex-wife terrence howard has claimed on twitter he's never been abusive to anyone in his entire life it's 18 months after the 48 year old admitted in a interview with rolling stone that he hit his ex-wife Lori mccommas i guess he fucked up some mccommas literally uh here's my thing this seems like abusive abuser behavior like Mm -hmm. so he loses in real life too yeah i mean listen i'm not saying the man's a method actor but i feel like there's a reason he's typecast as a certain type of guy the actor went on a mini twitter rant on saturday apparently in response to people uh uh, the the you know publication uh there was an article that quoted him as saying he made terrible terrible mistakes in my past uh, clarifying that my mistakes by mistakes he meant mistrust mistracing his trust rather than beating up women (laughs) he's beating up women that was no mistake i I do those again but trusting in women not to tell the police hell no uh when i say i made mistakes (laughs) it's not regarding violence but judgment trusting the wrong people i've never been abusive to anyone in my entire life i've loved and paid the price for love i am the same loving wait i'm the same loving oh i'm the same loving being since day one the claim seemed to contradict an interview he had he gave to rolling stone in september 2015 in which he admitted to slapping his first wife Lori, in front of her three children Mm. she was talking to me real strong and i lost my mind and slapped her in front of the kids he said at the time apparently i guess it's uh 
he's changed his mind on the abuse he tweeted this double standard that has permitted abusive women to feel that they can assault a man and not reap where they have sowed is wrong i firmly believe that every action has an equal and opposite reaction man eye for an eye tooth for a tooth kiss for a kiss face emoji when I say that I've made mistakes, it is not regarding violence, but judgment, trusting the wrong people, man. I've never been abusive to anyone in my entire life. I've been loved. Wait, I have loved and paid the price for love. I am the same loving being since day one. I told Tony not to get in that suit, but he did anyway, man. Uh... <laughs> Uh, mm -mm -mm. uh yeah he basically turned to semantics to help his defense on saturday assisting he never punched her <laughs> he said he smacked her in front of his kids and he's like i never punched her though and punching is abuse nigga you put your hands on her what are we talking about here uh apparently um slapping is not abusive punching abusive can gotta draw the line somewhere um he said having an altercation is very different than abuse and for the record i never punched her in the face get the facts straight man incidentally the police reported the time laurie said she was punched with a closed fist twice mm, i guess she was mistaken according to terrence in that same rolling stone interview he claimed the reason he hit his second wife oh god so he hit the okay all right another mistake i guess just another woman he couldn't trust you know how women love to say they got hit by their man uh, raise your hand fellas if you too have been accused of hitting your woman and full out police report and custody battle and everything maybe even a divorce raise your hand if you've been falsely accused oh all right well don't see a lot of hands um so yeah he said he never explained why his wife uh i mean sorry uh he claimed that he hit her because she was macing him and he was trying to bat her away in self-defense he never explained why his wife was allegedly trying to mace him in the first place come on probably just an accident you know he accidentally punched her in the face you know how it is guys you play with the mace in the house little mace role play mm -hmm. i miss you all the time uh he said uh i think he quoted so i think he took a screenshot of himself there are various sources that have released several stories about my past and current life which is unsubstantiated half-truths the media is supposed to deliver unbiased truths in its entirety but this is almost never the case stay tuned for some real truth you come at me i come for you a eye for eye man the cyberspace abuse i mean the cyberspace abuse and bullying that has gone unanswered has come to an end the abuse he received y'all now keep in mind um his wife michelle posted a picture of the black eye she said she got from howard during their trip to costa rica so i mean did I, what slap did that but it must have been the mace i mean i'm sorry he said it was the mace mm-hmm uh 
and what does he mean an eye for an eye two for a tooth he literally hit him in the eye already don't it shouldn't you get some okay um yeah in uh wednesday's people article terrence's third and current wife mira pack with whom he has two sons claim the actor wouldn't hurt a fly that's always how it is i wonder like yeah i don't know maybe i just don't understand because i never dated somebody that was abusive or whatever but i don't understand how you can be so fucking confident two separate women accuse this dude of hitting them you marry him and you be like he i don't know what them bitches talking about okay they crazy like i be always thinking to myself like i hope this nigga isn't crazy and he just putting on a front for me and then the second things go wrong i'm gonna get hit like how do you not think about that when you having kids and everything with this nigga and that's true and also it's just one of those things where i'm not trying to be funny two things either he hadn't hit her he hadn't placed his hands on her yet quote unquote Mm-hmm. or either it's one of those things too where just like a lot of women blame women for vic- as for being victims of rape mm-hmm. so in her mind well if he did hit them it's their fault that he hit them mm-hmm. like like that that's really how a lot of women rationalize abuse that doesn't make any sense but they do do that if you if he has two previous wives that he put his hands on don't think he won't put his hands on you yeah like that's why that whoop that trick song won the oscar because he he was he was method acting everybody's like mm, this feels real this feels visceral like he really will whoop a woman well now we know um yeah it's not just his ex-wives who accuse him of violence either howard's uh i've never been abusive tweet also ignores a long trail of accusers he has left in his wake through the years as a two-year-old child howard witnessed his father tyrone stab a man to death at a mall in cleveland after a row broke out in a line to see santa he only served 11 months in prison uh here's his alleged assaults against women august 2000 howard was arrested in cleveland after being accused of assaulting a flight attendant when he was asked to return his seat on continental airlines flight luckily he didn't have on leggings howard claimed he was just trying to take his daughter to the bathroom while the airline employee said the passengers had been asked to stay seated with their belts fastened charges were eventually dropped by the district attorney september 2001 after getting into a telephone argument with his wife Lori mccomas howard was accused of showing up to her home and kicking down the door before punching her twice in the face he was only charged with disorderly conduct for the incident despite admitting to kicking down the door and hitting her explaining his version of events howard said she was talking to me real strong and i lost my mind and slapped her in front of the kids real strong so. real strong man so her, her her strong voice her, so her strong her strong you can hit a woman if she's talking voice. real strong karen you never had nobody talk strong to you march 2005 while out getting breakfast at ray's dining car in philadelphia suburbs danielle de stefano and u.s marine kevin safel were being seated by the hostess when they claimed howard asked why he was not being taken care of first because he was an actor when d stefano told howard that they had been first in line howard repeatedly responded or reportedly responded by saying fuck you i wasn't talking to you Safel asked the actor to apologize to Di Stefano, which is when Howard punched Safel in the face and Di Stefano in the chest. According to court documents, once again he pleaded guilty to disorderly conduct. 
and january 2011 february 2012 uh his second wife michelle gant was granted a restraining order against the actor in december 2012 after claiming he attacked her just a week into their marriage punching her in the face she also alleged he had threatened her life coming after her with a butcher knife and tried to throw her off of a hotel balcony in south africa howard responded by filing his own restraining order against gant after suffering constant threats of extortion may 2012 howard's girlfriend Maysin yang told police the star choked her and punched her in the eye before throwing her to the ground during the fight howard responded by filing his own suit against yang for punching him during the fight the matter was later settled in a private civil suit howard was accused of strangling and threatening to kill gant while on a trip to costa rica the two were uh had reconciled shortly before and she claimed the attack happened after she said things that did uh she said things that did not seem to be working out between them howard claims he only hit her because he, she was trying to mace him and he didn't mean to hurt her mm. Mm. that is uh very interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i know marvel now like woo. Mm. he might not be as good as him but woo, we don't want them problems we are already dealing with with folks uh talking about dr strange and um uh what what is his name donnie yen whatever the hell his name is we don't need this problem too listen they may have best decision ever they may have dodged the biggest biggest of bullets right this nigga out here getting accused this nigga getting accused of hitting women like every fucking couple of years dog he like somebody said he got a good ass lawyer Mm mm-hmm so yeah um but yeah that was terrence howard dog wow i didn't know that mm-hmm mm-hmm um so yeah i like i said i think it's kind of um i don't know uh kind of fucked up you know that um he's been mostly able to continue you know this is one of the reasons i i can't take people seriously when they say when they talk about you know like nate parker and shit like i just can't take it seriously because it's we know for a fact that motherfuckers careers are going on just fine just fine like you just wait long enough and then people just basically go oh yeah yeah, yeah I, i'm okay with this you know like i i get that people in the immediacy of it are like oh this guy's career is over why y'all trying to bring this man down like yeah. terrence howard out here working no nobody care like the shit comes up nobody cares about women like that Mm-mm. you know so I, I don't know i don't know what to tell you i but, particularly women of color and it sounds like a lot of these are women of color some of this shit goes back to 2000 mm-hmm. like you wait long enough you'll be fine you know what i mean i don't like i don't know i mean it's sad that it's that way but that's the truth of the matter come on you for know men, for men for men obviously for men i don't know i don't even have we the fact that we don't even have a case to compare this to with a woman nope. is proof of proof enough Mm-mm. like ain't no woman that, that will be able to just get away with being some abusive ass motherfucker and we don't know about it um at least not to her husband or whatever you know um but but for the most part if people are entertained by you they'll let you get away with a lot of shit yes they will so anyway uh twitter might build a pay subscription service for power users 
they consider considering offering a paid subscription to power users including brands and news organization the verge has confirmed twitter users today began tweeting screenshots of a survey and a mock-up of what premium version of twitter could look like with new uh, analytics alerts and breaking news the information about what an account f- followers are tweeting about the advanced features uh that could be contained within tweet deck the company's app for professionals the core service will remain free we're conducting this survey to assess the interest in a new more enhanced version of tweet deck we regular we regularly conduct user research to gather feedback about people's twitter experience and to better inform our product invest investment decisions and we're exploring several ways to make tweet deck even more valuable to to professionals uh, they have not yet begun to build a service a source familiar with the matter told the verge the survey is designed to help them prioritize the product roadmap for the service um so i don't know you know maybe it can help them out i know their advertiser revenue has been under decline uh they couldn't sell it you know um i don't know it's like you still the vast majority of your customers probably would not pay for this or Mm -hmm. be some wouldn't even be able to pay for it right and how does it enhance the experience exactly because at this point huh does it cut down because if i'm paying i want to pay to cut down on abuse right that's what i was thinking at this point i think people would pay um yeah i think people would pay for the for the harassment to go away right if you're not if i'm if if me paying ain't gonna stop motherfuckers from harassing me what the fuck am i paying for yep uh operation march sadness polk county prostitution sting nets 100 plus arrests what oh Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that head trying to get this squat dog a six-day undercover prostitution investigation has resulted in the arrest of more than 100 people in polk county operation march sadness focuses on those march who sadness. march sadness focuses on those who advertise prostitution services and online ads and identify victims of human trafficking the sting was conducted by undercover sheriff's detectives with the help of state attorney's office polk county sheriff grady judge said the several said several suspects chatted with undercover deputies online the suspects then showed up at an agreed upon location for sex they didn't get that sex nobody got their one shining moment at all no they didn't just said they got eliminated before they could get to the sweet 16 <laughs> they didn't get the sweet 16 couldn't give anybody the elite eight inches Mm-mm. the final four strokes was was out of here <laughs> just said uh among those arrested were an architect a medical student a u.s air force captain oh he went down that's an upset yeah that is one, nobody, no, nobody seen that one coming nobody's a number one seed going out in the first round Woo, messed up messed up everybody's uh uh, uh plans mm-hmm. one man showed up thinking he was meeting a 14 year old girl for sex well come on man you can't be ah! playing a 14 seed i mean you get what you deserve from that one yeah you do uh, so what you're seeing here is not a star basketball team judge said in a news conference on Tuesday. These are a lot of losers. Losers and, well listen, only one team can win the tournament. So, I mean, isn't everybody technically a loser except for the one team? <laughs> Come on. Come on, Carolina. I haven't rooted for a group of light-skinned men like this since H-Town. <laughs> Let's do this, boys. Losers in the, sen- in the sense that they were trying to take advantage of people and the law, and they have all fouled out. Of the 104 suspects arrested, 38 were prostitutes. That's always weird to me, cause like, 
would there be prostitutes if they weren't johns that's you know, why I say quit quit fucking wasting taxpayers' money busting sex workers and just make the shit elite make shit legal and allow people to be taxed on it and shit like that where they could get health care and health insurance and get S T D testing and shit like that and quit this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thirty eight with prostitutes, fifty one with Johns or those who solicited to pay for prostitution. 14 others were arrested for related charges such as deriving proceeds from prostitution pimps or as we like to call them ah. ncaa coaches Come on. one was arrested for traveling to meet a minor oh road game ah. uh 23 told detectives that they were married what Woo. why would you tell them that you gotta lie Mm-mm-mm uh detectives seized two firearms and drugs including marijuana oxycodone heroin and cocaine what no wine coolers breaking all the rules many of the prostitutes qualified many of the prostitutes traveled to florida and told detectives they tried they traveled across the country having sex for money they traveled to florida Mm. Mm. uh the suspects ranged in age from 20 to 63 years old i think they should let go the, the 63 year old one come on she almost out of here come on and all detectives filed 37 felony charges and 128 misdemeanor charges against 104 suspects among the 104 suspects there were a total of 191 previous felonies and 288 previous misdemeanor charges in their criminal histories yeah but most of those are probably small offenses for prostitution and shit right you know those add up uh speaking of criminals chris brown will reportedly appear on blackish as a rapper Mm-mm-mm. this is brought to you by bad idea jeans come on i don't i just hope people will stop trying to rehabilitate your jeans are too tight that's a bad deal yeah i just hope they'll stop trying to rehabilitate this dude right like we get it man some people just not gonna ever want him to go away i get it um i think it's weird like i don't know who bought stock in, in chris brown dot ink but right and it was like my stock can't go down <laughs> like stop propping this dude up man like he like <laughs> this dude just there's restraining orders against this dude and motherfuckers want to put him on tv right he's stalking his ex-girlfriend and shit showing up at her house come on dog yeah so i don't know man seemed kind of whack to me um but uh i i don't know i just don't find him and I, maybe it's just i i don't see it for dude like i've i wasn't a fan of his music um i just didn't get it so maybe that's why to me i have such clarity on just the like why the fuck is people tying their brands to him but right, you show me who you are i believe you but obviously he's making money for somebody because as long as you're making money for somebody and as long as you quote unquote have some type of a talent people are willing to forgive everything you do yeah maybe if i had uh yeah maybe i just don't get it that's right. all we're not in that industry so it's something about i don't not i'm not talking about the industry though karen i'm talking about like when people be like i get why people uh want to do shit with certain people like uh that i'm like well this dude is he got this in his past but people still love this person and, right. and is and they, or they're still they still have this talent Mm-hmm. and that's why people fuck with them Correct. he's one of those people where i'm like well isn't he so bad at this point that you can't ignore it but i guess a lot of people haven't reached that point with him so they don't think it's so bad no nope. that's what i'm saying like 
not enough not about being in the industry right. not but just enough people right the vast majority of stuff i hear about chris brown is bad stuff like it's just not um you know and it, and he's getting older to a point where you can't just write it off as youthful indiscretion right mistakes like at some point it's like man like are people going to smile in this dude's face until he does something even more egregious than what he i mean karuchi said he punched her in the in the stomach and pushed her down some stairs like that that seems rather wild to just be like fuck it you know what i mean um so i don't know maybe maybe um i don't know maybe i I just don't i don't get it you know Mm-mm. um but and then the thing is when you have a job on that show you putting yourself you putting your whole cast like because the people who make that decision are probably the um higher ups you know kenya uh burris and shit you putting your whole motherfucking cast in that situation man and that really some of them might have legit problems with that nigga yeah like you put like ugh. anyway man um it's just it just seemed like a weird decision coming from a show like that that seems uh in a lot of cases in my opinion they seem to be uh very aware of current issues and shit mm-hmm. that seems like super super tone deaf uh the internet dresses down cuba Gooden jr for lifting up a skirt of sarah paulson yeah um i guess i can show the video in the chat give me one second i'll okay bring it up but uh, apparently between them two they privately have this gag of him trying to do something like that i don't you know i'm not privy to the gag obviously not privy to their their friendship or whatever but um apparently this is the the thing for them is he does stuff like this um and uh yeah he it was at the american horror story panel sunday night prompted some concern on social media while paulson greeted co-star kathy bates at los angeles paley fest gooding crept up behind paulson pulled her skirt up and surprised paulson eventually realized that what was happening and tugged her skirt down um did it uh show up uh i see a box okay but i don't see anything else might be low i'm waiting on it to to move it's moving kind of slow no problem uh whether or not it was intended as a playful moment between paulson and gooden who also worked together on people versus oj simpson american crime story some twitter commenters expressed their surprise yeah maybe he thought he was oj he like this is what oj would do i'm not cuba i'm oj and he pulled up a skirt ah. um there it is. is it showing mm-hmm goes tugging her skirt um and then that one dude came out and said cuba you are breaking the laws of god um whether or not it was intended as a playful moment um it yeah it shocked the internet how could cuba good re- how would cuba good react if a man walked up to his daughter piper and fell lifted her dress up from behind from the back said one person on twitter um digital spot noted that gooden has already pulled uh her at her dress before the incident uh prompting a playful slap from paulson um uh of course they reached out the reps for both actors and haven't heard back yet here's the thing man even if this was like y'all's thing 
that's not the place right and the thing that's even weirder to me and this is like something that i may be hyper aware of or hyper conscious about or maybe even a little bit uptight about you know as a black dude but this shit where it's like niggas in public lose their fucking mind when it come to issues with women it's so ridiculous like whether it's you know Stephen a and certain talking heads justifying ray rice hitting his wife and shit no. or um you know certain certain like certain shit that uh white people know white men who i don't think are quote-unquote better people but they simply seem to be more aware of the line professionally of Mm -hmm. okay like that's not something that we normally see from white celebrities where Mm -hmm. it's like oh and look chris pat pulled uh pull so-and-so's titties out or whatever like we would be like that's a a problem yeah like that's a a ridiculous thing to do but i mean i doubt he'll get in any serious trouble or anything i doubt he'll even probably acknowledge it but it just feels it just felt weird and it's like yes like that's your that's your co-worker you're you know like you wouldn't do that at a christmas party you're in a panel full of people you don't know they're just fans of your show it just felt weird it's i don't know I don't have a lot to say about it other than that that shit was weird dog right and like i say the thing about it and you said this whatever you do privately once you do something once you once it becomes public the public's gonna have opinions about it right and publicly that shit wasn't it was not professional they paid you i don't know if you might have volunteered shit i don't know but you're there on behalf of even yourself that's right. not professional yeah i don't expect that it'll be like a ton of outrage anything just mm-hmm. just a weird thing to do is right. all that's all i'm not you know not banning could be good and anything mm-hmm. just it's like man that was a pressed ass thing to do man like what was the joke supposed to be i don't right. know um let's see what else we got going on here in the news just a lot of stuff going on um like i can't imagine going to like a podcast fest and or something and on the panel, a woman gets up with a dress, and then I pull her dress up and be like, huh? <laughs> just wacky, wacky, wacky. And I feel like everybody would be like, and this nigga is canceled. Come on. Uh, Shit, right. I'm on the show. I'd be like, cancel us. Right. <laughs> just be like, but ma'am, you're on the show. I'm like, mm-hmm, he ain't been doing that bullshit. Coca-Cola was voted the best soda of all time, and Pepsi wasn't even close. Hmm. You And not to, not to get off topic, they have a, a Coke. I know it might sound... Uh, no it's not so they have a coke called coke life it's green mm-hmm. i had never had it before and the coke light is like with like l-i-t-e or life l-i-f-e l-i-f-e oh, okay and it's made with like well from what the, the machine told me mm-hmm. it's made from like pure cane sugar and shit like that that was the best shit and it tastes completely different than than like your regular coke because I guess is it is not made with um uh what you got artificial sweeteners and things like that and it has such a different and um oh that's right no no um high uh fructose or fruit fruit, fruit yeah fructose syrup and it was really really good mm. it made with sugar and uh sugar and um something else they sent out there mm. okay well apparently it's number one on the best sodas of all time. Number two, Dr. Pepper. I'm not a fan of that. I know a lot of people love Dr. Mm. Pepper. Mm-mm-mm. I'm not a fan of Dr. Pepper. I've never liked Dr. Pepper. Number three, Sprite. I can deal with Sprite. Oh, you niggas love Sprite, don't you? I, I can deal with Sprite. I, I can tell. 
i could tell when i used to work fast food and they'd be like uh let me get a nah, i just say it for them sprite because i knew you black people Mm-mm-mm. y'all love y'all some sprite okay, what else on this you can't help it y'all it's in your dna <laughs> sprite and orange those are niggas now, two orange, favorite now flavors. orange yes but not you say that's right too yes yes i like a lot of shit oh i know you black people i know what y'all like <laughs> but Come i want on. orange so over sprite thugs call, just call them niggas just call them niggas ah that's what i do at the drive through i say just call them niggas sprite and orange go get strong mm-hmm. mountain dew was number four i now if i gotta pick i'm picking mountain dew every time love me really mountain dew. Mm, you do to do i do to do a and w root beer was five what Mm-mm. y'all niggas just want to be different Mm-mm. that's always put in ice stock. cream in it too make it a float right that's always in stock stop lying uh what, what was this poll done any grape in it strawberry number seven was seven up Mm-mm. no number six was seven up mm-hmm. <laughs> ironic a not a fan of seven up i like seven up more than mountain dew less than sprite mm-hmm. uh number seven want to guess grape <laughs> orange ah come on so calling them thugs call just call them niggas just call them niggas that is y'all shit i like orange number eight coca-cola cherry now i don't know how that like, is like, eight in the it should be ahead of everything it should be coca-cola coca-cola cherry, cherry yeah. matter of fact coca-cola cherry coca-cola now that now i like me some uh coca-cola um, some cherry coke mm-hmm. but uh, you said it was too strong no 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 i, I said, coke, I said coke, coke is strong okay um uh, i do love coke though but it, it is really strong mm. um uh a lot of times uh, what we used to do at um one of my jobs we didn't have cherry coke mm-hmm. so what we would do is that we actually had cherries so a lot of times we would uh take the syrup from the cherries and pour it in there and put the cherries in there and it is that's actually excellent and if a lot of people don't realize, especially people who don't pay vending machines attention, mm-hmm. I know now everything is kind of push screen. When you go in, you push your own screen. But for most old school soda machines, they always have Coke on both of the very ends because they done studies that people order Coke twice as much. Oh, yeah. They love Coke. And they run out all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, Canada Dry Ginger Ale. Nah. I do like me some ginger ale. Yeah. Karen doesn't I, like it that much. Don't feel good, I drink it, but nah, it's not on top nah, of my Nah, I drink it. I drink it with some, man, you put some alcohol on some ginger ale, y'all. Shit. Go down smooth as fuck. Um, get on it, everybody out there in the world. Ginger ale and alcohol. Mix them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like and, apple juice and alcohol. That's fine, mm-hmm. but this is about soda. Okay? <laughs> Just keep your Negro palate out of this. It has nothing to do with you, Karen, okay? Oh, Come on, so calling them thugs? Call, just call them niggas. Just call them niggas. Mm-hmm. Just call them niggas. Just because I have that sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else on the list? And lastly, number ten was Pepsi. And I feel like that it shouldn't even be in top ten. I can't even believe it made the list. Pepsi is sweeter than Coke. It's just not good. It's not as strong yeah it's just not good i don't know what to tell y'all i would love to say something deep and philosophical but it's just, ah! it's just nasty i don't know how people drink it uh it tastes like if you had a coke and then people pour water in it, it's nasty <laughs> uh but there you guys go now you have a scientific study to, to quote um let's see what else do we have here 
Oh wait, this is in the wrong category. Um Jeremy Haribo to produce gummy bears in the United States of America. That's right. Germany's iconic gummy bear will soon be made in the USA. G- gummy bear, gummy bear, or gummy, gummy bear, bear gummy bears? The gummy bear uh, food. Okay. Uh, they manufacture uh, the beloved chewy treats. They're gonna open their first North American candy factory in Wisconsin in 2020. It was announced on Thursday. I'm surprised Trump didn't take take credit for them jobs. Mm, yeah. It's gonna give uh, 400 jobs to the community and have a 242 million dollar plant i like gummy bears i like gummy bears as well karen that's why we read this article uh they're doing gummy worms too somebody said they got gummy cokes that's yeah we had bears. those when ashanti oh, gave them to us okay that's what we oh yeah those were delicious baby Mm-mm. oh i didn't know that was a brand <laughs> she literally I didn't know that was ashanti made such a big deal we went to cvs she was like i love these try these we had some we were like this is great thank you so much she was sick and here's karen going what those are her thing wow that's amazing (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. my brain has too much to hold in it i'm sorry they were delicious Mm -mm -mm. i'm sorry she got she disrespects you like that i remember the shanti because i listen to people and i believe them and i appreciate them when they when they do nice things like give us gummy cups. i appreciate it too thank some you some people don't don't appreciate it and karen i don't think you one of those people <laughs> stop stop lying i appreciate it too anyway um they got a new plant that's coming uh to america maybe that's what the sequel will be about for coming to america it's gonna be germans making gummy bears yeah i'm here for it uh so yep now that'd be started the gummy bears this is how we got made they're gonna cost ten dollars more <laughs> you know they are but they're gonna be flames though i don't think they're gonna be trash they're gonna melt because you know americans we do not work as hard <laughs> it's they're so hot they got to bring their own workers over there nah 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 we got to bring our own workers how long do i have to stir this sugar oh my god you didn't tell me i was gonna stand on my feet oh i can't facebook while i'm doing this just when is my break when is my break oh, you just had one. this is there. slavery <laughs> right that's gonna be american workers 52 percent of men say that they don't benefit from birth control get the fuck out of here mm-hmm 52 percent of dumbasses of men's dumbasses say they do not <laughs> dumb asses i will continue to say that dumb okay no. especially if you fucking you dumb mm-hmm. i'm just saying idiots i get what you're saying karen i hear you okay it's funny mm-hmm. man i look i hear you I, it's funny to me too I, I mean it's strange it's strange to me too mm-hmm. yep uh, according to a recent survey more than half of american men don't believe they have benefited personally from women having access to affordable birth control the women of twitter were quick to point out that this is ridiculous right 
on wednesday nonpartisan polling group perry undum released a study about contraceptives and contraceptive policy through a gender lens perry undum polled over 1,000 registered voters in the u.s earlier this month and found that generally voters have fairly progressive views about reproductive health care the survey found that a majority of americans opposing opposed defunding planned parenthood and that 80 percent of voters believe women should be able to have sex for non-procreative purposes right without fear of getting pregnant guys guys I, I I know eighty percent is that like oh good that's eight, that's twenty percent of people think women should only have sex to make a baby. That's a lot of fucking people. That's millions of people that think this that bullshit. Twenty. Have you had sex? Have you tried it? It feel good, y'all. There's no fucking way somebody's gonna reserve that shit for once every ten months. That's a ridiculous thing to ask of anyone period even bad sex i'd rather have bad sex more than for procreation that's ridiculous who's who does this and i hope they know did anybody tell them that women do and can't have sex while they're pregnant too come on sometimes women even orgasm people it's crazy i know it's right it's it's crazy to me too it don't don't make no sense to me man i look i hear you i it's funny to me too and i mean it's strange it's strange to me too Mm -hmm. i'm into it on wednesday uh yeah so anyway uh but yeah 80 percent, 20 percent of people like i mean i'm okay with sex but come on if you're having a baby i mean but other than that who needs it uh i hope you get a lot of shit accomplished in life then shit do they do you think they even asked if men should only have sex for procreation of course i bet they didn't even ask right i bet that number would have been over 100 175 uh, percent what the some people marked yes twice right, some people bought two surveys just to put down yes to that question twice that's right. interesting but when it comes to women it's a whole nother fuck you but the study also found that many male voters weren't able to make the connection between the thing that allows women to have non-procreative sex birth control and the ways that men benefit from it not having to deal with the mental emotional financial case cost of unplanned parents pregnancies for example oh shit the study found that only 37% of men said that affordable birth control access benefited them personally, while 52% said that it did not, and 9% weren't sure. That's that person that's like, maybe I do got a kid out there somewhere. I don't know. I mean, yes, if I don't got a secret baby. Uh, no, if I do. <laughs> I don't know. How do you understand? Yeah, and a lot of that goes to show you how dumb adults are and how uneducated adults are about sex and how the body works. Well, I think more importantly, what it shows, um, but first of all, let me phrase it differently. Not more importantly. I think in tandem with that, uh, with the lack of education, um, I think it also shows how much we want to control women's bodies. Right. Because we really essentially see this as an area that we can control. So if you let us control it, whether, even if we agree, 80% of people go, you should be able to have sex without it just being about having a baby okay well what if you had to you're the person that gets to decide um whether or not this person can have a baby or or gets on birth control have access to it i think people didn't go uh i'd rather use my power than not you know what i mean like it's like if you give somebody a gun every problem becomes a, a problem you solve with a gun why because they now have power that they shouldn't have the ability to vote on another person's body which is essentially all it is when people talk right. about abortion, Planned Parenthood, all this. These are all other people. 
right not you but other people deciding for other for women what should and shouldn't happen with your body i think people are authoritarian by nature you can't trust humanity i think humans are, are terrible like so for for i think they it's almost like they can't help but be like i'm gonna pull the lever like oh oh i can say no i can say no to somebody no you know what i mean as opposed to uh for example we live in a pretty progressive city how often do those fucking bonds fail when it's like oh let's increase streets let's make new libraries let's people love people can't wait to tell you when they they'll tell you they voted no on them referendums faster than they'll tell you who the fuck they voted for right because like there's some power in saying no and i think a lot of people get off on the power of saying no Mm -hmm. to women owning their own bodies you know what i mean that's my guess anyway so yeah you got obviously stupid people because there's because how do you not make the connection if you're a man and you've had sex with a woman how do you not make the connection you've benefited in some ways from the fact that she not every woman you fuck got pregnant right 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 <laughs> right. Like, right and the, and the thing is if you have you know a regular heterosexual sex and so most women there's a lot that are not most women that you interact act with on some form of birth control or either y'all use a condom or something to prevent pregnancy condom is a form of birth control too people don't consider it a form of birth control but condoms um, condoms are also a form of a birth control and you know the thing is like i said it's stupid so every time you bust a nut in a woman and she don't have a baby nine months later something prevented that bullshit come on dog right you didn't benefit from at all you know it's that conundrum though where men want the virgin but they want the whore but they want the woman that nobody else wants but they want the woman that everybody wants and the woman that wants only them and they want to be able to fuck her but it won't don't they but she can't fuck too good because it's like where did she learn that from and all these like yeah. all these hypocritical ways that men view women yet we also feel that we should be the ones telling women how to think who they should date they should be asking us for dating advice we should be authoritarians when it comes to their bodies like it's it's amazing uh, it's not worth pointing out that men most likely to not recognize a personal benefit were over the age of 60 and that men ages 18 to 44 were more likely to see a benefit um uh and considering that it's men who make the majority of decisions about the issues of access to reproductive care because you have you know a lot of that stuff happens with jobs insurance congress the government a lot of men a lot of men's hands in the pot on the pussy if if you will and then also uh men who often report on these decisions one might hope that they had a broader view of impact of access to birth control on everyone um yeah so uh the tweets were were funny and good though uh one person said one follower no dad said uh saw the study which said 52 percent of men say they haven't benefited from women having affordable you know birth control she said well i haven't benefited from 100 percent of men oh lord uh all another one says all the women who say who cares what men think about birth control 52 percent of men don't understand why women have access to affordable birth control benefits men too uh john john rule says uh 100 of women don't fucking care uh <laughs> emma gray says who wants to explain to these men what birth control does 
Oh man, God. And then when y'all do get birth control for you, uh, the, uh, 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 less than half of a percent catch a fucking cold and like, oh, gotta cancel the shit, gotta cancel the whole fucking thing. The fuck out of here oh man we ain't shit man i don't know how we ended up i mean i really hate to be that like no y'all not and and then the most fucked up part is dudes really do not understand the toll on a fucking woman's body on birth control blood clots that you could have um blood clots then don't smoke you can have seizures you can get ovarian cancer your hair can fall out. You can gain weight on birth control. It fucks with your skin. It can fuck with your sight. Like, it's a lot of shit. Hormonal changes you can spot. And, and for those of you who don't know what spotting is, you can actually bleed between your periods. Um, it's a lot of shit that, that goes side effects. You can deal with thoughts of suicide. You can deal with depression. You know, you can deal with bloating. It's a long fucking list of things. And that's why... I got really highly upset when them dudes was like, oh shit, I wouldn't feel it right. Cancel the whole fucking thing. Fuck you. Fuck you, dog. Fuck you. Fuck you. If that's the case, it needs to be 100% for women too. But don't nobody care about how the shit makes us feel. Yep. There's a whistleblower in Brazil uh, in the uh, in a meat scandal, and it takes uh, takes on a powerful industry. That's right blowing on that meat <laughs> when the government health inspector daniel guver taxiera confronted a brazilian processed meat plant with what he says was evidence of excess use of marrow bone and other slaughterhouse byproducts and food for human consumption he was suddenly removed as the plant's inspector oh shit not suddenly yeah you start whistleblowing on that meat you gotta juggle a lot of balls guys mm-hmm. at the same time he started talking about how they wouldn't beating that meat right. Things was getting testies. <laughs> the, the incident. <laughs> the balls wouldn't smell right. The the incident nearly three years ago at the Pekin Agro in the Industrial LTD plant in Brazil, Brazil's rural Parana state led Texera to tell police he suspected he was being undermined by corrupt superiors. It's almost uh, prompted friends to start calling him crazy for taking on one of the country's most powerful industries well you gotta keep him upright um <clears throat> being honest and doing my job makes me crazy he asked in the interview that's crazy Texiera, 39 is the agriculture's minister uh ministry whistleblower credited by brazil's federal police with triggering an investigation into alleged bribes paid by meat companies to government food sanitation inspectors in the world's top exporter of beef and poultry mm. uh police say in court documents the bribes were paid to cover up serious health violations yeah that's it that's the thing companies mm. only care about companies and motherfuckers will kill you if that that's the purpose of and that's why i'm, I'm telling you right now i pay attention to these organizations their whole job is for public health and you fucking defunding it? It's like, dog, this is why you don't have mass cow disease and shit like this going forth because of these organizations. But go ahead. Now, no, this meat was not fit for pubic consumption. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean public, public consumption. My bad, y'all. Um, and he was being a dick about this meat, obviously. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> 
um police say court documents that bribes are paid uh including the sell to pay uh, uh to cover serious health violations including uh sale of rotten and salmonella com- contaminated meat products oh yeah mm-hmm. their probe uh dubbed operation weak flesh has caused some of brazil's biggest export markets to ban its meats so now the interest industry is pretty much gone flaccid y'all <laughs> yeah just hanging there police have accused more than 100 people mostly inspectors of taking bribes for uh allowing the sale of rancid products falsifying export documents or failing to inspect meat packing plants at all holy shit yeah i'm they ain't surprised they didn't have mass people just dying and getting sick I, right because i mean there's a lot of people that work in those factories a lot of people basically doing jobs by hand guys yeah a lot of hand jobs uh prosecutors have yet to uh present charges and the police allegations have not yet been proven uh two of the world's biggest food companies are among dozens of firms targeted in the investigation both have denied any wrongdoing the anti-corruption probe has led to the arrest of 33 sanitation officials and industry employees so far with federal agents finding violations in at least 21 meatpacking plants across the country but this ain't a problem and they like no not nah. i don't you need more people mm-hmm. you need more if they arrest people like this mm-mm. oh yeah i don't think that this is the length or the girth of the problem at all mm-mm. i think there's a lot more to grow uh and find out what's going on mm-mm. you know we get this fully fleshed out we will see mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is just a tip mm-hmm. a, a, a few more pumps they'll get to the end of it yeah that's what i think mm-hmm like right now this is just uh, you got to get to the head <laughs> okay and give all these people the shaft um oh, industry officials in the sector which generates over 130 billion dollars annually Woo. have sought to portray the meatpacking arrest as isolated incidents Mm-mm. come on now come Mm-mm. on i bet you people been getting sick and they called the meat and they just try to dismiss that shit i guarantee you some somewhere they've had outbreaks of this shit getting out because this is what y'all stop imagine the shit that went out to the market and people buying it and consuming it not realizing that this shit isn't healthy mm-hmm. luciano inicio de silva an auditor at the agriculture ministry who refer who reviews internal procedures said the uh minister wait the ministry was still investigating texera's allegations but had not yet come to any conclusions he cited a lack of resources as a reason for the ministry's investigation to lag behind that of the police Mm. yeah because that's what they do they they defund a lot of the people and and tie their hands up where they can't fucking do their job well so yeah you might find something and yeah you but you will never get to the root of the problem because you don't have the time or the manpower <laughs> to actually find the root of the problem because truth be told when shit like this break out it's deep into the government and it's people in political powers and political positions that's making a lot of fucking money off these bribes that's why you gotta follow the money shot oh lord <laughs> all the way to the base Texera worked as an inspector for five years in the state of St. Catarina, uh, so wait, Santa Canaria, wait, what? The state of Santa Catarina, there we go, um, before moving to Piranha in 2012. Uh, he said he repeatedly cited plants run by various companies in Piranha 
which uh, is at the epicenter of the police investigation but was routinely reassigned to other plans by his boss maria del rocio nascimento mm-hmm. each time that he did right so basically he did his job and they were like mm, let's move this motherfucker to another place and he find some shit over there and they be like let's move you be like dog he and he felt like dog every plan i go to is some fucked up shit why do y'all keep moving me mm-hmm uh nasamento was arrested by police march 17th on suspicion of taking bribes from meatpacking companies to move inspectors away from certain plants mm-hmm. according yeah mm-hmm. according to court documents her lawyer who has not commented publicly could not be reached for comment mm-hmm. uh in the early 2014 texera began uh inspecting the processed meat plants operated by Pessin agro after a month of bi-weekly visits he said he noticed that one of the production lines was always down people were just standing around he said added that he suspected they were just waiting for him to leave to restart the line because mm. so they sh- were smart because there was some shit or somebody knew some shit wasn't right and it was like nope Mm-mm. he then asked the company for documents outlining the raw materials it bought and used for sausage and other processed meat products he concluded that the company uh showed the plant was using an excess of msm or mechanically separated meat msm is a paste of marrow burn bone marrow bone skin nerves blood vessels and other scraps uh it use is used for human uh consumption is limited due to concerns over the intake of certain components so they probably use it to feed like animals and shit does feeding it to people in brazil a government documented posted uh government oh i'm i'm re- need to refresh okay give me a second guys I'll be right back. The meat man trying to shut us down. <laughs> trying to keep us from spreading the good word about the meat conspiracy. You got dirty, tainted meat out here. And, and they trying to make the people eat it. Right, I'm refreshing now, Karen. We're going to get to the bottom of this when we come back. Mm-mm-mm. You hear that meat industry we were all rooting for you we were all rooting for you and you were rooting through the trash feeding us tainted meat tainted meat soylent green is people um but yeah uh so yeah they they said uh karen let me know if it's still messed up i don't know authorities have not confirmed the amount of msm used by the plant and riders is unable to verify the allegations independently in september 2014 on the same day confronted the company about his findings investigator said owner idier pekin called gil bueno de malgahays the um agriculture ministry superintendent in piranha malgahays uh who like others such supervisors a political appointee removed texera as the inspector so yeah it was all the way up to government this meat went all the way to the top you know Ugh, that's to, sad yeah to the top of the shaft okay. yeah all i mean listen they were balls deep in this industry <laughs> just all up in the guts of those animals they sold us as meat come on and this that's that's, that's terrible penis all right let's go to the next segment <laughs> 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 Uh, let's go to the next um segment um oh wait i didn't even have my music up 
give me one second we need to do um fucking with black people now that we back this is what y'all wanted um and let's be honest it's not gonna get any better than that article so all right take your time matter of fact i guess i could be getting it up while the music is loading on spotify brought to you by spotify taking this sweet ass time Mm-hmm. 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 oh that oh no that's not it ah! <laughs> it started popping up but the playlist didn't all right like, no. tracking nah tracking almost there guys just we're all getting here together just hold hands i know we're we gonna get through this find a buddy am i still messing up in the chat don't nah, sound you, better you, good. you sound good now okay all right cool um oh all right here we go wait what i say fucking with black people mm-hmm. all right We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe. We find different articles make us feel fucked with, and we score them from zero to a hundred intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody. Mm-hmm. Let's see who's fucking with us today. Rachel Dolezal has a book that's out and uh now that the book is out she's starting to do interviews and there are excerpts from the book that are starting to make uh make it to the public mm-hmm. um she says in her new book that she was too black for her black husband Mm-mm. too black too strong Mm-mm. i don't want none of this Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. yeah they think, think. <laughs> I think uh let me see if I can play this audio clip of her talking to her her black ass husband. Um I'll let you know what's up. But uh yeah, her memoir was released last week and it, she discussed not only how she knew about blackness at an early age cuz her grandmother's National Geographic magazines. Mhm. Yeah, you heard me right. But also that she was treated like an indentured ser- servant by her parents and was too black. Hell yeah. Oh, this is this is the audio. Hell clip. yeah. That's how we all talk. We all talk like this, huh? Yes, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. Get some crawfish and some ribs, huh? Yeah. You're Australian. Be Australian. Excuse me, Kangaroo Jack. Mm-hmm. You're Caucasian. Be Caucasian. Um, yeah, she said, um, I'd stir the water from the house in the, into the earth and make thin, soupy mud which I would then rub on my hands, arms, feet, and legs. I pretend to be a dark-skinned princess in the Sahara Desert or one of the Bantu women living in the Congo. Imagining I was a different person living in a different place was one of the few ways that I could escape the oppressive environment I was raised in. Hmm? Nothing here? Okay. All right, I guess Karen doesn't have anything to say. Um, 
what's wrong with her um she was she been doing blackface since she was a baby is this a thing is is are we are we allowing this to happen you baby blackface the oppression as a kid what's wrong with you what's wrong with y'all you niggas are crazy Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, she claims in her book uh, that her family forced her to eat her own vomit her father walked around naked all the time her brother would hit raw chickens with a baseball bat and her family only adopted black kids for the tax we got off it wasn't until she was 27 she says she found solace in the story of Miss Jane Pittman which author Ernest Gaines said was purely fiction I could still relate to aspects of her struggle. I certainly wasn't enslaved, but I wouldn't have been too much of, it wouldn't have been too much of a stretch to call me an indentured servant. Miss Pittman's plight and her perseverance resonated with me, she said. I knew what it was like to be a child and have to work as hard as an adult and how it felt to be used and abused. I also understood the pain that caused, that comes from me being treated like less than a full human being. And the fortitude required to fight this sort of injustice. Her blackness was too much for a black husband. Basically, she says he wanted a white woman, not a white woman masquerading as a black one. She said he wanted her to look white. I mean, I, I mean, if that's your thing, you would, even if he just was like, not because I'm so in love with the idea of having a white woman. But nigga, you walking around like a fucking fool. Like you walking around like a Simpsons character. No. You this is not you. This is not the person I married. What are you doing? Like that is a lot to ask a person to be okay with. I wake up every day tan and bronze myself and put on a wig. Like the nigga might just be like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't want this. I just want you to be you. She's like, cause cause you want a white woman? He's like, nigga, you all white. I'm just a dude talking to dude, playing the dude, pretending to be the dude, and another dude. I feel like that's what it was. <laughs> oh man, what you gonna cook for dinner? At least, I mean, damn, can you at least cook? Good grief! Go in the kitchen and hook something up, Rachel. Deal with this stupidity. Y'all might be in for a treat. Oh. Back before the war broke out, I was a saucier in San Antonio. I bet I could call up some of them greens. Mm. Yeah. Noodle some crawfish out the patty, yo. For real? I, I made her some crapples. Put dessert now, yeah? Yeah. Hell yeah. Ha. Okay, cool. Rachel, hook it up. Hook it up. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. She also, it revealed her inner blackness in her new memoir. I was a black is beautiful, black liberation movement, fully conscious, woke soul sister, finally allowed to blossom. I blossom fast, she said. I usually picked a brown crayon rather than a peach one. Peach simply didn't resonate with me. The feeling that I was somehow different from my family persisted. I felt black and saw myself as black. For me, blackness is more than a set of racialized physical features. Uh... Let's see. Um, 
i felt less like i was adopting a new identity and more like i was unveiling one that had been there all along finally able to embrace my true self i allowed the little girl i'd colored with a brown crayon so long ago to emerge the 39 year old claimed to be black for years until 2015 when her parents revealed she was white a self-proclaimed civil rights activist dolazal led the na- led the national association for advancing the color people and taught a college course in africana studies before her true heritage was revealed she eventually lost her jobs as a result of the controversy it is very disgust disturbing that she has become so dishonest her mother ruthann dolazal told uh the press in 2015 remember when people was trying to get on her parents remember that people were defending her so much that they were actually turning on her parents who they don't know who i'm like what the fuck are you supposed to do when your kid is out here being a goddamn con artist right and being a motherfucking fool because the parents have said a lot of the shit she said like that's not true she lived a normal life she didn't do half the shit that she making up y'all and people are like i believe her i'm like over the fucking the you know she's lying no one even brings up the fucking hate crime she faked Right. no one brings that up it, yeah, the whole thing started thing. because in her performance of blackness she tried to make herself the most attacked NCAACP person of all time and that's how the shit blew up because people was like uh well why you saying that you got death threats you do look a little white and then she was like oh I gotta go uh alright let's go to the next segment hold on a second guys next uh gotta go to the next section going up against that time that time limit y'all Nigga, please. To everything about her. Just nigga, please. Right. She's one of the few people. She just gets a hundred. Mm-hmm. Because the more you read, the matter I get. Come down a notch and look like a petty little brat by tweeting and Facebooking this just to open up dialogue so we can have an adult conversation. It's ridiculous. In America, you should be ashamed. America, you should be ashamed. Mm. Yep, let me invite you back on screen here. Okay. So they can see you uh, not say anything, but make a very angry face. Yes, I'm really mad because this is some bullshit, man. It's (laughs) it's 100% bullshit, man, because I think the thing that um, really frustrates me about the whole situation is that you're trying to be black but do you know how you haven't really dealt with being black you know how many black people look at the color of their skin and they don't do the bullshit that you're doing they have all these insecurities and shit like this growing up well her blackness is to me uh, the ultimate extension of white privilege this is right this is the um when people say white girls evolving this is the ultimate extension of white girls evolving and they're just pretending to be black they just want to be black women so bad they want to not experience any of the hardships of black women but the racism right but to even perform and pretend that you're taking on the hard the harshness of how black women are treated um not to mention um the fact that people caped for her and defended her is a source of embarrassment that i'll never be able to live down like real talk to see so many black men that came out and defended her i i've i really was ashamed and embarrassed of a lot of brothers mm-hmm. um you know even the dismissive ones like we well, just don't pay her no attention because i'm like nigga i've seen you cry over a motherfucking what team won a game come on now and here you are talking about some black women don't pay attention to what is essentially an attack on black womanhood right and 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 and, and a lot of this goes i would gave my hundred but anyway 
a lot of this goes back to a lot of black men not giving a fuck about issues that don't directly affect them you understand the brutality uh police brutality when it comes to men but you don't understand the police brutality when it comes to women you do you know you 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 understand you know a black man getting pulled over by the police driving my black but you can't comprehend a black woman getting pulled over by the police you know it's shit like that as a black woman that really really makes you makes me mad because and it's one of the things too we're on the low um and i know niggas don't want to hear this but this is why a lot of a lot of black women black y'all never defend y'all never fucking defend us shit right. happened to us with motherfucking on our own we got to fight for ourselves and not only do we need to got to fight for ourselves we had to fight for your ass too and the thing is they say stuff like well she out here doing more for for black women than for black people than, than black women doing which is a goddamn outrageous lie come on uh first of all people don't even give the naacp props like that first of all we don't see them as a revolutionary nation i'm not even saying they aren't but the naacp is a running joke for a lot of people yeah it is too it was like the naacp of like spokane washington no offense to the black people in spokane washington but it's not like people be like oh spokane washington do not say no racist shit up there right they will take your ass to task so it wasn't even that fake fucking hate crimes keep in mind part of her fake hate crimes tried to traumatize her children when she pretended to be targeted or something um then on top of all that shit you you essentially perform blackness you're performing blackness what she thinks black women are are these super woke uh natural hair uh you know calling out racism for everything type of people she's just performing it like it's not it would be like it's no different to me than iggy azalea if y'all and, and the problem is the the brothers that were defending it are just another testament to her white privilege because you're doing it because she's a white woman right because you right. don't do because because like no offense but y'all don't do this for uh alicia garza y'all don't do this for netta y'all don't do this for uh britney y'all don't do this for um you know um marissa and and and, and leslie and all these other women that that put on for blackness all the time i don't see niggas caping when it comes to that shit, I don't see a whole lot of hold up now, hold up. You can't insult this sister. She's done more for our for our people than you ever done. All you did was sit. Nobody says that shit. You know, when when people attack Black Lives Matter, which is a a, a, a organization started by queer women of color, right. you don't see niggas that were defending Dolas out defend them too. Like they definitely get critical of black women when black women are doing it. But if a white woman performs blackness, it's like, let me take off my jacket and reveal my Superman logo and stand in front of these bullets for this woman. And so it was, it was disheartening. And, and, it, and that's just the people that were like actively ridiculous. And then there were some men who were doing the, I don't know why y'all pay attention to this. I'm like, nigga, why do you pay attention to college basketball? Nothing is that important. Like if we just being real, nothing like nothing that people pay attention to has to rise to the level of fucking it will or won't save our people. Because niggas pay attention to a bunch of bullshit. Niggas, yeah, they do. Motherfuckers will be picking apart Kendrick Lamar's verse and then be mad at people for saying Rachel Dolezal is whack and I don't like her. Like it, it's so ridiculous, man. So yeah, right. And and also, like I said, the thing is. And I don't care if people agree with me or not. I wish this bitch would go the fuck away. Go away. Go the fuck away. 
every time you come up it's some fucking bullshit and it just enrages the fucking flame in me because you're not black i'm sorry yep. it infuriates me because then we got to start from square one and had a goddamn debate all over again on social media every time she shows her fucking face go away and she also claims that in pure whiteness form that she will not uh go away she will return to black activism yep she says she wants to get into race education and continue her activism uh she says she plans to challenge the myth of white supremacy she was uh doing a today show monday uh monday morning uh because white people continue to give her space to do these interviews and stuff uh as she said she wasn't going to quit black causes i definitely feel like in america there's still a line in the sand there's still our sides politically here's a black side and a white side and i stand unapologetically on the black side here's the problem there are so many white people that literally support black causes and black people and they don't gotta pretend they black right just be your like like a lot of people lower the bar to like oh but see she she's trying to help she just i mean this is just ain't this what we want no, no it's not no it's a difference between trying to help somebody and trying to erase somebody she's she erases people rather than to just be herself and be like i want to support you you know if anything she could use her privilege and access in ways that would help people in as a white person you know the the way that people don't listen to black people but a white person could be like hey this person said that and now everybody's like oh ta-nehisi coates he's the greatest man alive yeah because enough white people were like this dude is a thinker about race and we we think that people should listen to him and you know what that's what happened but it just doesn't happen that way often for black women anyway and then specifically when it does happen to be a white woman pretending to be black is the most it's just such a slap in the face right and and my thing is that it's insulting they keep giving her her goddamn platform people keep caping for and it's like you know there are actual black women that were born and raised black that can speak on these issues from their own personal experience ain't trying to fake the funk but when it comes to black women doing something everything that they do gets scrutinized i mean literally everything that they do your hair is natural your skin ain't right you're too dark or you're too light you're too fat or you're too skinny whatever it is that whatever it is that that, that, this niggas thing of the day that they feel like debating about on cross social media and and as a black woman it's just frustrating i don't mind uh and actually i don't care i just want people to be better human beings and when she does shit like this all you do is justify white supremacy and people won't think of it like that because the thing is uh, and i i I put like this she's a prime example and it makes me think about when we went to go see get out that's what you want you i mean because it's it's weird though because it's like you want a black body Mm -hmm. but you want the mind of a white person and she's she is like she's she want to be black but she wants the she don't she really don't want to live the experience she want to she probably watched get out and was like what what was wrong with that right what was the scary part <laughs> I, I, I don't understand and i don't get it and and, and, I, and I think for me 
is is very frustrating and like i said it just makes me mad because like i say every time she comes up we have to start from square one and yeah, it's like it, it's frustrating and she's a person that um adopts like transgender uh speech and shit to like try to to try to like which which erases and harms the, that argument to like uh it's she's just like the worst like adopting people's struggles as privileged tourism it's really just tourism of oh oppression tourism i'll take a bit of this off the salad bar i'll take some of that and people are like but you're not either of those things i i hear what you're saying but i'm gonna do it anyway i'm like well that's the most white thing you can fucking do is to be like i know that these groups are telling me that i don't belong but fuck it i'm doing what i want to do because i can do whatever the fuck i want no one can tell me different and i don't have to listen to anybody period right you know and it's one of those things too where people go well you know have you ever been pulled over by the police have you been like harassed it wouldn't care it that, that's the point the problem first of all you cannot define blackness by just the oppression that we experience True. so so right there i i wouldn't even dignify her fucking argument because if you put on blackface and wear a fucking natural fro maybe you will get pulled over by the cops it don't make you black no it don't that's not the only thing to be in black dog going like going to the african-american studies class in the white and teaching it in the whitest town and pretending to be a black woman is not what makes you black it doesn't you know what i mean like it like it's it's so ridiculous she says i don't identify as african-american i identify as black so i'm part of the pan of the pan-african diaspora i stand with my own sense of self and my eternal values and i also stand with the greater cause of challenging the myth of white supremacy when asked if she could do all that without claiming to be black she was adamant about her position i really prefer to just be exactly who i am and black is really the closest race and cultural category descriptive term that represents the essential essence of who i am and she says she is still committed to racial and social justice work and education right and 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 what really frustrates me is that like we read an article before about how somebody put her up for some hair thing and then got shocked that they got all this goddamn backlash and nobody showed up it's like what the fuck because black people will jump in front of that bullet man and that was a black woman but still she was like there's a lot of black people that like i said you wouldn't have done this for her unless she was white right so even then like you're doing all the mental gymnastics the thing is you ain't jumping over them hurdles for no other black women and you did it for you you do it for for a white woman this is essentially the most missy ann story of all time and yeah everything else is bullshit so right right anyway a hundred is as usual oh yeah oh yeah yeah a hundred yeah she get a hundred yeah that, that and 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 that's why the bulk of the time you was talking i didn't say anything because i I just kept getting like like i say because i be at work most of the time i don't know all the details you know sometimes i might see things flash across social media but i don't really get to read it in depth like this and it's just it's just one of those things where you go she should not be a thing she should not be acceptable but but people have made made the bullshit that she's putting out there acceptable mm-hmm. so this is why she won't go away she's found a hustle because it's literally a hustle she's found a hustle she found something to keep her face a 15 minute of fame trucking into 30 minutes to an hour now like she's found a way to keep herself relevant yep um ptsd in black women needs attention a study of the south of south side group says 
natasha stingley doesn't remember a lot about the weeks of her 19 year old daughter uh, that her daughter was shot uh and killed nearly four years ago all she could do was cry all she wanted to do was scream and stingley lost 40 pounds in a matter of weeks her sister's her sister finally took her to see a doctor and she was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder it's still a battle said stingley 40 i died and they just forgot to bury me it's a struggle like stingley many african-american women in disadvantaged neighborhoods have ptsd a recent northwestern medicine study was examined uh that examined the south side neighborhood of oakland found that 29 percent of the 72 african-american study participants have the disorder and an additional additional seven percent exhibited a large number of signs that are part of a ptsd diagnosis researchers said they believe that points to a med- to a need for more mental health services and screenings in poor neighborhoods stingley who lived in park manor at the time of her daughter's death was not part of the research women who already had mild to severe depressive symptoms were chosen for the study which was published in the journal of racial and ethnic health disparities a peer-reviewed publication in december ptsd is a potentially debilitating anxiety disorder that may develop after exposure to a shocking scary or dangerous event according to the national institute of mental health participants in the study all reported details about traumatic experiences like witnesses a son being shot more than 10 times domestic violence car accidents or a father being killed at home exposure to violent crime is more likely to occur in disadvantaged communities according to the study yeah I, i'm just gonna say it um it's sad how much of this shit black men are responsible for of those things i just named so i don't know uh deal with what you deal yeah people like you know i hear people try to minimalize uh that shit to like you know it's not uh systemic like oh yeah it's it's like it's almost anecdotal like like women when black women just have uh essentially a gripe with black men but it's based in nothing but emotions come on um and just because there haven't been necessarily the studies that pieced it all together but in our own ways we can be terrorizing our own community and you know black women and 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 femme black people often are the recipients of that trauma come on and this isn't even talking about the trauma we do to each other so Mm -mm. you know i like this this is not to excuse racism and shit which only amplifies the shit in this part like ultimately systemic racism is going to be responsible for the results because if they cared about these black lives they would nip this shit in the bud but they don't really care and because they don't care it's like a cycle like they don't care so we don't care but yeah domestic violence who you think shot that woman's son 10 times um you know um who killed that father at home um it's like those things are things that we inflict upon our own community but then we don't we look like all hands off when it comes time to bear any level of responsibility to the shit so yeah on you know for people that that claim black men is the most oppressed da 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 we the only ones the day after and shit well what about the results of that and how we affect our own community and how we spread that pain that we receive back down to other people like it's the elephant in the fucking room man and i feel like when i say that shit niggas get mad at me or turn on me but that's the way i see the world is we like we're not our hands aren't cleaning this shit Mm-mm. um so yeah if, if motherfuckers got a problem they gonna have a problem with me i don't care whatever but that's that's the shit that i can't i can't 
when i read that i can't not see our fingerprints on some of this shit you know this isn't to say we do we're the worst and all this shit mm-hmm. just simply that we have a hand in this shit so when something focuses specifically on black women and the levels of oppression and things that they that they experience i i would like for us to stop contributing to it uh you know i don't know how realistic oh, I, uh, of a goal that is right or acting like the shit don't exist just because you might not participate in it yeah or trying to play like the oppression olympics with black right. women where it's like y'all don't experience shit it's really us where it's like the number one going group of people in prison is black women dog like even if you think the government and white people are just targeting black men if you if you really think that then wouldn't it affect black women too like why would that make them the enemy i don't uh, anyway this is something i've been thinking about living in an environment of poverty and violence can worsen pre-existing depression or trigger the onset of new depressive episodes um it also can lead to ptsd in sub-threshold ptsd meaning a number of symptoms characterizing ptsd are present yeah and i and for the record i would assume black men too have ptsd like this is not a only black women have this Mm -hmm. i would assume we all struggling together but somehow we end up getting divided along gender lines because niggas are like no i don't have time to not be destructive to you because people being destructive to me i can't be a better person period i can't hold my front fellow men to better examples it's only everybody for themselves you know uh people are struggling said inger burnett ziegler a clinical psychologist and one of the authors of the study people are struggling severely and i think that sometimes the negative implications of mental illness are really underestimated according to the 2015 u.s census the average income in the oakland neighborhood was forty seven thousand two hundred two dollars two hundred two dollars the population is heavily dependent on medicaid with more than a third needing some kind of assistance other chicago neighborhoods have worse numbers park manor has an average income of forty four thousand four hundred two dollars and the city of chicago has an average income of seventy four thousand and three dollars uh as violence surged in 2016 chicago recorded the deadliest year in nearly two decades according to tribune data the city saw 4,368 shootings and 787 people killed in oakland 55 people were shot and three killed in park manor there were 193 shootings and 12 homicides and violence is on a similar pace in 2017 yeah man like i said i think this shit stems from racism and the value of our lives are so devalued that i don't even know where you would start to fix this problem because i i i think if you don't value yourself and there's no reason that you've been given to value yourself then you're not gonna value your fellow black people you know and there and 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 like and what reason do you have to because they don't respect the value of our lives either you know people always try to fix this problem for the bottom up like if we would respect each other they respect us mm. and i'm like i think it's the opposite i think people don't really have respect for our lives because we everything around us tells us our lives ain't worth much Come on. like if you know like if i kill you i won't go to jail for long if i go to jail you know um so why the fuck would <laughs> so why the fuck would you not kill me you know anyway because the tribune violence database defines shootings by addresses and not neighborhoods the zip code that covers oakland is linked to sections of other neighborhoods but homicide entries are defined by specific neighborhoods dr michael malone who worked in inglewood for 11 years before spending the past four years in bronzeville uh said he has many patients that are dealing with trauma and struggling with ptsd sometimes the ptsd is missed or a lot of yeah yeah imagine that you know the people ain't dying think medicaid diagnosing this y'all 
Mm-mm. you think people really taking time out to go to therapist you know what i mean even if it's paid for they won't even suggest it right oh yeah are they even being suggested to see therapists right because you're supposed to be particularly black woman strong and black and you're just supposed to be able to get over everything you're supposed to roll with the punches oh lord we're prayed away mm-mm. Mm-mm. some 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 people need medication some people actually need professional help right so i don't know man um anyway uh let's see what else says um yeah uh did i scroll down too far oh yeah yeah okay so sometimes pts is missed or a lot of times it could be the patient is not being forthcoming with past trauma or past physical abuse and it's something that is definitely out there said malone who is stingley's doctor unfortunately in the inner city where we are that's something that needs to be addressed more and the study was right on as i'm reading through it i'm thinking of different patients in my head that we've diagnosed for stingley life dramatically changed when her 19 year old daughter marissa boyd stingley was gunned down blocks from their home she was like i love you so much ma don't nobody love you like i love you she recalled her daughter saying before she left the team was shot in the head while a passenger in the car stopped at 73rd street and king drive after stingley found out she screamed at police to get away from her i literally lost my mind i snapped i was gone i just remember trying to figure out where she was at and i just couldn't understand since then she has gone through therapy rounds of medication and treatment to combat ptsd her body has changed and frequent doctor's visits are now a regular part of her life she was just not herself and you could tell malone said about her first visit after the shooting she she took it incredibly hard as any mother would but she was a completely different person so to speak and when she saw her that day it has been since that day to some degree unfortunately the study is not comprehensive involving one neighborhood and a small sample size more research is needed but the findings are consistent with previous narrower studies about the effect of disadvantaged neighborhoods on residents and that's why the fuck rachel dolezal can't be black and that's why because um you having to do some chores baby girl that shit ain't got nothing to do with being black ain't got nothing to do with being black yeah your parents were rough on you that's fucked up if it's true i mean it's hard to believe a con artist I, but even true. if it's true that don't make you black and and our and our lives aren't simply uh our abuse but it's the fucking history you know and it, and, it, and, it, and 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 entailed in that history is the gallows humor it is the camaraderie it is the brotherhood and the sisterhood you know it is the church you know it's more than that you know it is hope because you alive come on dog and sometimes that's all you got is your life that's, i've been there you know what i mean I've been there. like you know i think about all the time i don't really talk about it but when we go places sometimes i look at the side of the highway and i just think about what bodies are there mm-hmm. like what unmarked graves what ancestors lie there you know on the side of the fucking highway like cries probably went unheeded unheard mm-hmm. you know bodies swung from trees you know uh people that got mutilated you know who was sexually assaulted you know in the woods where nobody can fucking help you where you don't have the rights where even if someone could help you they wouldn't help you right you know where people gather around to see you hung Mm -hmm. i think about that shit and that's why i think our people were fucking superheroes like our story is the most american story no one can take that away from us and no one can just hop in and opt into this shit either it's ours it's nobody else's you know i i know we don't have necessarily the roots and that was taken away from us we don't have the quote-unquote culture to be able to look back and be like oh in nigeria i was this or in um liberia my family was that i don't have that 
but you know what's funny i'm not even looking for that nope i actually don't want to do a test of my dna and my family ancestry and there's no disrespect to my ancestors but i have a culture i'm black i'm american i'm african-american black i'm black that is a thing you can't just be you know what i mean and with that comes the ptsd you know and with that comes i don't know getting every martin joke i don't know what the other but the thing is you know you can't just opt into it so when i read shit like this you know i don't understand how uh and i'm not knocking people that do ancestry i I really hope people didn't take it that way i'm not knocking people that do that shit i'm just saying i don't have that gaping hole inside of me that needs to be filled on, on, on some level like no this is good enough i don't need to be told i'm a king or a queen or royalty or any of that shit there's nothing better than black period you know what i mean like we are the fucking x-men of this universe we should not be here none of us so i i don't know like i don't have the uh i don't need anything else is what i'm saying if i could die if i die tomorrow as fucked up as being black is in america i want to come back black like this is what i want to be forever i want to be this you know the only thing being better than black today would be being black tomorrow like i i we fucking like we still standing they couldn't break us they couldn't take us out and they tried so they still trying oh yeah every every day and and one thing about being black i love being black i i love everything about me and i haven't always been like that you know i've struggled especially being younger i've struggled with a lot of shit and and it took me getting older and growing and learning my history and learning about the things we went through and you know, now that I'm older, I can reflect back on older family members that used to tell me shit, and I used to brush off because I didn't pay that shit no attention. Yeah. Um, and realize that them niggas knew what they was talking about. They don't um, want us to think we beautiful. R- right. But right, they right, want right, to right. be us so fucking bad. Right. You got a woman out here pretending to be to be a black woman. That's how bad they want to be us. Like, that's what was beautiful about Get Out to me. They want to be us so bad. You know what I mean? Like, we talked about it after the movie. I was like, yo, slavery to a large extent was people trying to be us. Right. You right, know what I mean? Right. Let me put my work and let me put it in your body and make you do it. I'm, I'm reloading. Sorry, guys. Give me a second. But but that's what that's what that shit was to a certain extent. You know, it was because you, you can't literally physically take your mind and put it into my body. Like, obviously, that, you know, that's the limitations of science at this point. But their whole idea the the whole um pathology uh all right i think i just i'll tell you be back the whole pathology behind slavery is essentially the black body is the 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 most athletic strong design all purpose like the best the pinnacle of excellence is the black body but the black mind is the weakest thing and they had to believe that in order to do the things that they would do to us like they had to believe that even as they knew it was a lot even right even when they had children with us they had to think we were lesser than them that shit don't just go away turn of the century turn of the last century slavery was still happening come on segregation was still happening into the 60s and shit you know like this like uh, jim crow and shit like this wasn't that long ago people alive have experienced that you cannot erase things that happened for a hundred hundreds of years in 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 even a hundred years you can never you'll never be able to erase that right 
but the point the point of all that being they essentially want our minds and our bodies and our and but they want to put they they want to take our bodies and take our strengths and even take on our impression but because they think they can navigate it better right because nothing's more powerful than a, a white mind nothing nothing would make we are just a bunch of wasted potential and shit like that that's how they view us so it's funny because to me as i connected with the the ptsd that black people are experiencing we're essentially a, a a people we're like a person that got sexually assaulted and then was told to build a life with the person that sexually assaulted us and they were like we're gonna stop raping you though that's really what happened it's like oh uh, we now let's split this rent that's essentially what happened and we supposed to just be cool with it right we, we, we're not supposed to be angry we're not supposed to be upset we're not supposed to be bitter we're not we're supposed to look you in the eye and say everything all right and and see to see that's the thing it's like america has abused brown people and abused them in some horrific ways and now everybody's like but hey girl i know i whooped your ass i know i punched you in the eye i know i raped you i know i did these horrific things to you but don't you still love me? And they want you to turn around and stroke the ego, make them feel good, make them say, oh, baby, it's all right. The abuse really wasn't that bad. You know, the, I know you gave me a black eye, but, you know, I put some ice over it, and it'll be okay. And it's more of not making the person that abused you feel bad. And some people, some black people are. They are doing that. Ben right. Carson's doing that. There's still some black people that are so attached and so they they want to like white supremacy is that rooted in us you know saying you know that there's still black people that will excuse it that will they just don't want white people to feel bad but but like that's the problem if for things to change some people gotta feel bad man right and 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 i will continue to say this your hurt feelings is nothing compared to death and that's the thing you crying and your crocodile tears and your white tears and oh woe is me i do not care because you crying a lot of times end up equaling somebody's death and they're crying because you don't give a fuck and that's the thing and and i think this is why i feel so strongly and i i i, I and i know it might be irrational and illogical I still have my doubts and I'm going to be on their ass about that fucking white woman's march they had because what are you going to do when it's time to vote again? Are you going to have your ass out there? Are you protesting now? Where were you? Or did you put your pink cap on, take your ass back home, set your ass down, and did not a goddamn thing since that march? Yeah, black girls are going missing in D.C. You know, it's a it, like uh, it's funny, right? Because there's been so much invested in trying to shut this story down because initially um the screenshot from the post that started this conversation was it had some erroneous information like i had pictures from black girls that weren't even from dc and they had a couple black girls that had been missing for years and they were just like 14 black girls missing in dc how come y'all ain't did nothing about this okay i get you mate that that is fucked up that someone will put out wrong information here's the problem even according to the police department there are black girls that are missing the other problem is they're reporting some of them as runaways as opposed to being abducted you know there was a video i saw of a black girl who just happened to be by her home security 
camera and she walked in front of it and she had pulled out her phone and you could see a dude literally following her see her pull out her phone and be lying out of there um so so yeah the point being um they had a meeting in dc about it let's let's for instance let's say it's fake let's say it's a hoax i mean i don't think these black people and that you know i don't think you gonna tell these parents it's a hoax, but let's say it's a hoax because people are using every single excuse they can right oh they it was probably abuse in the house or something and they ran away why would you assume that but okay they i mean because if someone reports somebody missing they report them missing what is where does the abuse come into play here all of a sudden like oh it must be abuse why because black parents report people missing mm, interesting here's my thing though they have a meme only white person i seen in that picture was a cameraman i ain't seen no pink pussy hats come on i see no signs where was you at right like it's that shit that people will always be worried about and be untrustworthy because it's like our problems are still considered our problems they're not american problems they're not national problems they're just black people problems and And as long as our problems leave us on our own then you're gonna have a bunch of people that's like well then don't fucking involve us in your shit either right and 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 then the 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 thing about it is that like i said before and you can feel how you want to about this that's why i was like fuck your march fuck your march because this right here is just as important but y'all don't show up to shit like this i don't see y'all going and, and 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 finding uh whatever stop the violence in your in your area because stop the violence is all across the country where are you joining these stop the violence where are you marching every time somebody gets killed for domestic violence where are you at when these children go missing where are you at but yet you was on tv smiling rah 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 and all this bullshit and then you looking at well why are the negroes mad and complaining about how we don't care bitch because you don't 53 percent of y'all showed us that you didn't care we gotta start reporting to the police like fluffy is missing uh we're looking for uh mittens uh she's a 15 year old uh female ah we need if you guys can find it because white people would care about that i feel like white people would drop what they're doing and be like did you hear there is a spate of missing animals in the dc area we need to find these pets no one should go without pets what they were spending on manpower right yeah but uh yeah that's uh, yeah miss smart said yeah if they were dog yeah if they was dog daycare that's all it would be which is, which is sad because that tells you how much you, they value your our lives anyway a hundred i forget oh, yeah. what the story was about i don't it don't oh matter. ptsd for black women oh 100 yeah but like i said that's just a small sliver of people and i guarantee you that i know they've done studies before just about neighborhoods not broken down by gender yeah did we many of us probably are living with that shit to some extent and may not even know it yeah well and probably don't have time to do shit about it to a lot right, of people you got to go to work you can't stop you have kids you have a household to run especially if you're the uh you might not have the health insurance that yeah. you don't have the help right and especially if you're the the primary income you can't uh take uh uh extended leave of absence with the to uh, uh 80 to 50 percent that they may or may not pay you you know a lot of brown women work at jobs but you don't get paid for time off work so if i don't work i don't get fucking paid my bills don't stop just because i need to get help especially if you are raising kids on your own when when mama's supposed to take care of herself you know like this is this is a fucked up situation man mm-hmm. 
i don't have any solutions no but but it but it's real it's really really real for a lot of uh people out there and a lot of this shit constantly is ignored i'm not putting this in uh not putting this shit in um so ratchetness but a white supremacist um went to new york city and killed a man with a sword because he was black and part of the reason he said he killed him was because um he was afraid uh black men having sex with white women how many centuries has that been told oh yeah the drug policy a bunch of shit oh. the, on the idea that black men having sex with white women is of course the most dangerous and worst thing ever and if, dog. you know dylan roof had shit about this he wrote in this manifest or not um so yeah it's definitely seen as a um issue that um you know white supremacists are very concerned about um, the top of the list well now other white supremacists are coming out and saying he does not receive he does not represent white supremacy and they are now worried that they will be unfairly discriminated against as white supremacists white supremacy is a religion of peace and the un- overwhelming majority of white supremacists are peaceful members of society who do not agree with stabbing random black people with swords angling wrote the attack has nothing at all to do with the religion of white supremacy and white supremacists are under no obligation to apologize for this attack now if uh they have been some version of brown or a muslim or something yeah mm-hmm. they, then all muslims need to apologize bill maher will be on tv talking about how fucked up it is and religion is ridiculous mm-hmm. and shit right mm. yeah right because white supremacy is a religion of peace y'all oh says who the white supremacist said white this, supremacy this, this rebranding is some bullshit i'm tired of y'all rebranding y'all selves with the same shit going on but we ain't shit y'all yes yes you're the same shit because history has told me whenever i hear anything that says white power is means ain't no niggas or brown people around new pope new 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 coke right y'all y'all need to get out of here with this fucking rebranding shit because the rebranding is making a lot of white people who believe the bullshit you're putting out there feel better about their fucking racism it's still racist yeah i don't think they're gonna listen to you and stop rebranding karen i don't think they listen to the show but what i will say is this um who's radicalizing all these white people somebody is dog white people shooting shit up they when we gonna start looking at them as terrorists burning churches down i feel terrorized okay i'm just walking down the street i can get stabbed with a sword to death because motherfucker man i might fuck a white woman Come on. might be the furthest thing from my mind this dude he stabbed was homeless and he went to fucking like new york on saint patrick's day to stab black people i don't even know what he was planning on finding them i don't know because he just went to manhattan in the middle of st patrick's day like where are the niggas it was like what are you talking about bro right because most of the niggas don't come around here because they know it's gonna be a bunch of drunk right folks we out here celebrating larry bird and uh tom brady and here you come with a motherfucking sword looking for niggas this is the worst place to find them today right go down to harlem then see what happens with that knife Uh, come on dog (coughs) but uh yeah um daily stormer founder said the society should now rally around white supremacists and encourage people to accompany white supremacists on their way to work hashtag i'll ride with you hashtag on social media yeah i don't know if it was tongue-in-cheek trying to joke and shit but either way 100 mm-hmm. yep this dude came to the city uh to target black males uh because he was worried they would fuck white women 
Right. And then people wonder why, um, for black people, if you get around so many white people, you get nervous. They act like something wrong because I don't know. Yeah, I don't know which one of y'all is crazy. I don't know which one of y'all gonna say that day is the day. Yep. I get, I see to be white people. I get nervous. Come on, dog. Oh, that has been my experience. <laughs> no. No. Oh, no, no. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, this is what y'all wanted, man. I was, I was fine doing white people news. But a couple people wrote in, it was like, I hate the white people news. I go to y'all for the nigga shit. I'm like, but it's just fucking good times. Come on, dog. Every time we do the fucking with black people, it's just. Wah! Oh, Lord, wah! Wah, Lord, wah! That's all it is. That's mm-hmm. Ain't we lucky we got them? Yep. Ain't we lucky we got them? <laughs> <laughs> getting head by the water <laughs> <laughs> trying to fuck somebody <laughs> y'all remember that anyway white <laughs> you gotta go back a ways to get that oh, joke oh that prodigy what the hell is wrong with them it's a parody not prodigy oh, but yes parody my about prodigy you my gotta about. go you gotta parody. go back gotta go back a ways to get I that joke that <laughs> anyway uh there's a white artist that did a painting of emmett till with an open casket and it caught attention for all the wrong reasons in 2017 yep whitney biano i don't know in a open casket brooklyn based artist dana schultz uh depicts the aftermath of african-american teens death at the hands of two white lynchers after he was falsely accused of harassing a white woman in mississippi in 1955 that's right emmett till she said i'm gonna take a picture of emmett till in his casket and make it its art shorts is a white woman herself she has since been accused of exploiting and profiting off of black suffering you don't say a group of protesters blocked the image of till's mutilated face from public view um the benil's opening day including african-american artist parker bright whose shirt bore the words black death spectacle i feel like she doesn't have the privilege to speak for black people as a whole or Emmett Till's family said on Facebook Live. British-born black artist and writer Hannah Black was has also taken issue with the work. The subject matter is not shuts. Uh white free speech and white creative freedom have not have been founded on the con- constraint of others and not natural rights. The painting must go. According to the New York Times, Shuts has no intention of selling the piece. You don't say. Seems to be a thing with white women today. I don't know what it's like to be black in America, but I do know what it's like to be a mother. Emmett was Mamie Till's only son. The thought of anything happening to your child is beyond comprehension. Their pain is your pain. My engagement with this image was only was through empathy with his mother. That's not the same, bitch. That's not the same. <laughs> That's not the same. Nothing racial to see here at all, guys. Move along. Move along. It's about moms. Why can't, why y'all gotta be divisive? Why can't we come together as women? Okay. No, why can't we come together as women? Uh, she added, art can be a space for empathy, a vehicle for connection. I don't believe that people can ever really know what it's like to be someone else. I will never know the fear that black parents may have, but neither are we all completely unknowable. In a statement to Artnet News, Whitney Bynum, curators uh christopher w christopher y lu and mia locks insisted they wanted to highlight the importance of this extremely consequential and solemn image in america and african-american history and the history of race relations in this country but that hasn't assuaged the damage already done uh zero to 100 karen 
Oh yeah, she get a hundred. A hundred. All right, I cannot do this any longer. Mm-mm. Let's go to some funny. Mm-mm. Okay, it's time to stop mocking these and getting angry at these racists and join them. <laughs> Play some guess the race. Now that is time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that is time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right. It's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcasts. And we read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the chat room and Karen, to guess the race. And, uh, of course, they are all racist. All right. All right. All right. All right. A man left his shoe at the scene of a crime after he stole guns, a PlayStation, cash, and other items from a home in Coco according to florida today oh shit a male cinderella <laughs> right he he left in a pumpkin carriage right <laughs> and his dress turned to a sheet ah <laughs> as he was whimsically going away <laughs> had a fairy godfather <laughs> the homeowner's surveillance video showed joseph wayne knight 27 and another man entering the Who residence here wears a size nine man nikes <laughs> he put out his little foot he's like mm-hmm. will you marry me i know by putting on these cuffs you got the right to make something uh, they left the residence around 8.30 a.m. Wednesday when Knight and the other man leave the home. Several minutes later, they were carrying guns and Knight was missing one shoe. How did he not know his <laughs> shoe came off? That seems like pretty big evidence. The two men got into the Toyota Corolla they arrived in and drove a few feet before the car stopped. One of the men got out and tried to bend the license plate to conceal it from the cameras. Ah! If you saw the cameras... It doesn't matter if you've been the license. See the see the way the cameras work. Too late. They saw the license plate yeah. when you saw the cameras looking at the license plate. So like cl- cover it was. Mm. Not I well see why y'all out. got caught. I see why y'all got not caught. Well y'all are not the smartest. Y'all are not the smartest criminals. <sighs> My God, you dumb sons of bitches. <laughs> anyway uh what was that um yeah so then the corolla returned to the home and knight went inside he exited the home carrying items wrapped in a blanket the homeowner told deputies that guns a playstation the epson projector a harbor freight walmart 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 wait walmart safe bills titles and three hundred dollars of cash were stolen deputies found a corolla at a home in titusville the owner who was knight's mother's boyfriend oh jesus gave deputies consent to search the vehicle a slip-on shoe matching the one left at the crime scene was left inside the car (laughs) (laughs) we'd we'd hate to make the police work for it (laughs) don't don't make them work too hard so over open the shut case right Mm -mm -mm. um uh the owner of the Corolla identified night in their surveillance video. The sheriff's office still trying to determine the accomplice's identity. Also, they stole the car, so it wasn't even he wasn't even in. Wow! Knight was arrested shortly before 4 a.m. Friday on charges of two counts of armed robbery, possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. In 2009, Knight was convicted for two counts of trafficking and stolen property and burglary of a structure. He spent one year and two months in prison. Guess the race of what the fuck is his first name? 
joseph wayne knight white karen's going with white let's check the chizzy chizzy chat room and see what you guys believe cinder fella left his crystal jordan 12s at the scene of the crime black Aww. sprite drinker mm, they do love that <laughs> just call them niggas then uh the man with one red shoe <laughs> white <laughs> bending a license plate and stealing cheap ass harbor freight tools black niggas wait in line for jordans too long to leave them behind at the crime scene white white black man is not leaving his shoe anywhere sound mighty white to me white man all he needed to do was drop his driver's license white my ah. phone is down i catch you on the flip all right shauna uh good luck with your phone uh night whiter white the correct answer is and karen mm-hmm. you and most of the audience i think guessed uh white on this mm-hmm. y'all are right couple people went black on this yeah you can see his face while he got caught mm-hmm. it's written all over your face mm-hmm. to tell you, mm, his fairy godfather did a bad job didn't even get him clean cut or nothing to go to the bow mm-hmm you don't have to say a word not looking like that you ain't got to say nothing you don't have to say a word yeah i was watching some old uh amateur porn mm-hmm. today or the other day i don't remember if it was today but ah! i was watching it and it was funny because uh the songs they had for the orgy were banging i was like oh man <laughs> serious just saying this <laughs> i was like this orgy was lit when back was, in was it a groove, 1993 man? or whenever they had this orgy it was I know. it was all i was like oh shit let's groove tonight I like know. rock out with my cock out here we go <laughs> turn this up like, turn this orgy to the top mm. i know <laughs> they were like groove man baby, baby. yeah tonight. i was like who orgy was this who made this playlist uh a man smashes glass door after chicken order delayed <laughs> police in new hampshire are looking for a man who allegedly broke a glass door to popeye's chicken after he was told <laughs> that his order wouldn't be ready for another five to ten minutes Oh shit! you know how it is when you gotta wait on that spicy far be it from me to judge any person that will break a window i get it is what i'm trying to say <laughs> um uh say so they say the older man uh who had white hair entered the popeyes around 6 p.m on wednesday and ordered some fried chicken when he was told that his food wouldn't immediately be ready to eat he stormed out the restaurant kicked the door and smashed the glass ah while police are hoping to find the suspect to make him pay oh, for the damage <laughs> oh yes yes they also had a little fun with the incident in the press release said why did this guy run away because he is chicken <laughs> well it doesn't sound like he got his food so i guess the chicken didn't cross the road no it didn't uh karen guess the race of the chicken bandit i'm going black karen's going black wonder why let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe did you ask them okay yes black the honorable secretary of housing and urban development Aww. white 
black man who was waiting behind being carceled at the popeyes organization oh the only thing that would make this story black is if he had a menthol in his mouth and a 40 in his hand black ah most nigga story ever oh making jokes and he's still missing white <laughs> only a black man takes chick that serious oh black man says jane mm. a lot of people went black on this was mad because they were out of watermelon soda too black <laughs> oh you know he wanted the orange but the correct answer is oh, grape. Karen, you mm-hmm. went black and many of the audience did too. Mm-hmm. You racist sons of bitches, you are wrong. What? Mm-hmm. You were wrong. Anyone who guessed white, you got it right. goes back to the old thing i always say white people love chicken too yeah they do it's how we started black it's how, it's how we started white people love cheese it's the same principle ah same principle everybody loves cheese everybody That's, love it but somehow black people got stuck with loving chicken and watermelon while everybody loves it i feel like we should stick cheese on white people that's how that's how it happened it was that simple <laughs> and now you guys know Mm-mm-mm. well karen now you're one and one I know that that one caught me off guard. I, I ain't, I ain't know the white people got buck wild over some chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hit he thinking. wanted his goddamn dirty rice <laughs> <laughs> and his sweet tea. Think he didn't when he did. Come, Come on. on. <laughs> I bet he was hot too. Y'all motherfuckers got me waiting for my goddamn chicken. All I want is my motherfucking two piece. Oh, I got the audio. You cut me off. I'm going to fuck crazy. Understand? So it'll be five minutes on spicy. Oh, oh. Sir, we just we, two minutes. Oh. <laughs> well, don't break the window. Oh, he did it. Um, That's exactly how that conversation went. All right. A Middletown woman was arrested after police said she severely assaulted her daughter, kicked her out of the house because the girl incorrectly recited Bible verses to her last week. Police filed. Ch- yeah, police filed child endangerment charges against Ron Kemp Schaffner, forty-one uh following an incident on march 14th the victim who was under the age of 13 told the police the assault occurred just after she awoke from a nap in her mother's home at 3 p.m schaffner who the victim said had been drunk for three days right told her daughter multiple family members police said when they didn't answer the call police said schaffner ordered her daughter to get on her knees in the bathroom her daughter knew that meant schaffner was going to her the victim was scared and pleaded with her mother according to police in the charging documents police said the victim told her mother please don't hit me i don't want to get on my knees shop came in rage and yelled at the victim telling her to get on her fucking knees the girl complied and shopner began quoting bible verses expecting the victim to repeat the lines verbatim shopner asked her daughter what what did god tell the man to do with his son when the girl said she did not know <clears throat> she said god told the man to kill his son sound like she ain't had a verse too tight either but okay instead the victim said god said to forgive his son smart uh and shafner grabbed her by the hair and slammed her head into the wall ow oh each time the girl incorrectly recited a verse to give her mother a wrong answer shafner slammed her head into the wall shafner slammed the daughter's head into the bathroom drywall at least five times god damn yeah i mean but in all fairness that's what i would do 
remember that time the principal said he was gonna whoop me he asked me how many hits did i want and i said none nigga i ain't stupid the fuck i'm gonna compromise my my ass whooping for that you shouldn't have let me barter don't let me negotiate then why was i invited to the negotiating table i wasn't aware <laughs> that paddling was a negotiable thing of course i we were starting the bidding you started a high number i started a low nothing is lower than zero shit if i would have thought of it if i wasn't Negative. in fourth grade i would have been like i think i should hit you five times fuck that shit ah! that's ridiculous yeah if you tell well what did god say let me go I'll be like Pee Wee Herman. Let him go. <laughs> Remember that Pee Wee Herman was like, "I see we let him go." And uh, Pee Wee's big adventure. Yes. God, that movie, that movie was so good. Anyway, movie classic. That's what the fuck I would have said too. I don't blame that little girl. Not a fucking bit. <laughs> what did God say? I'm definitely gonna say kill me, nigga. That's crazy. Right. <laughs> what did God say to do? Uh huh. To give him a warning and tell, tell him talk to him again later bam ow now okay what about this story what did god say do to what did what did david do to the man whose wife he was sleeping with send him for ice cream bam that's just gonna be me i'm getting in either way maybe you get drunk and get confused and be like oh wait no he did give him loaves and fishes I mean, that's my bad for three days i'm gonna go make you a fish sandwich i'll be right back um yeah so a each time she got yeah hit the victim tried to use her hands to defend herself but schaffner uh kicked her at least two times and the girl repeatedly begged her mother to stop but after her mother told her to lie on her back she complied that's when she said i'm gonna kill you bitch and she started to strangle her daughter to cut off her airway the girl feared for her life tried to fight her off but uh schaffner bit the girl's left forearm and dug her teeth into her left shoulder the victim continued to fight her mother until schaffner just said just leave and don't ever come back she grabbed her phone in the coat sneakers and fled down the street she called her father who drove her to the police station they filed charges of aggravated assault uh, against the child not against the child but aggravated assault right. against the child strangulation and terroristic threats uh this wasn't her first brush with the law either police responded to an active domestic dispute at her home after neighbors reported hearing arguing and banging there february 10th no one answered the door when they knocked according to charging documents but after an officer began pounding on the door according to middleton police uh middletown police uh opened the door officers heard a second floor window open above Schaffner, who was half naked leaned out the window and screamed obscenities at the responding officers as she told them to get off her property she then gave the officers a middle finger and told them that if they came through her front door she got something for us police said an officer from a neighboring municipality arrived to assist and they learned there were no reported victim at the scene before they left they told Schaffner they were going to report her to housing and that charges would be filed against her for her actions she responded with another middle finger and said fuck you following the incident police filed charges of open lewdness and disorderly conduct against Schaffner Schaffner's preliminary hearings on both sets of charges are scheduled before district district judge David Judy March 29th guess the race Rhonda what is her first name no Rhonda Kemp Schaffner Karen's going with white let's uh see what you guys say and uh, with your chance wait what did I just do I didn't mean to do that oh alright cool let me uh, there we go alright let's check the chat room see what they believe um oh Joe Jackson alright white Spare the rod, crack a kid head white. Sally from the valley of her mama white. Threaten the popo and still alive, she white. Bust your head till the white meat shows black. Genesis 1-1. In the beginning, God created heaven, earth, and mommy dearest is backhand white. 
suffer from economic anxiety white dola's out childhood (laughs) giving amy schumer's netflix special five stars white Ooh, ouch this too tricky i'm gonna take the risk and go black well guess what will you took the risk and you got it right she was black karen you got it wrong Karen, the only white Rhonda is Empire. Everybody that said uh, white, you got it right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, did you see the picture? Yeah, honey, she got them curls on fleek. She was like, "Look, I'm, I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a, a smooth picture." She gotta go away forever, dog. Yeah, she gotta go. She gotta That's go pretty, to pretty horrible, dog. Mm-hmm. Choke, mm-hmm. try to kill your baby. Come on, dog. And you drunk for three days. Three days. Three mm. days, dog. Mm-hmm. For three days, three nights, three days. All right, last story. Let's go to the bonus sound. <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race. Uh, the bonus round, I guess the race. So far, Karen is one and two. Just doing horrible, guys. She's rusty from the day off. But maybe she can finish on a high note. Let's see. Uh, you ready? Yeah, that was trick with the Popeyes. I ain't know the white folks was turning shit up for chicken. True, true. Pinellas County investigators arrested a medical assistant at an assisted living facility Wednesday, charging her with video voyeurism after she secretly recorded two residents of the facility having sex and then shared the video on social media. Oh, 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 okay. Officials say Alexis William, 20, recorded an 81-year-old woman and a 59-year-old man having consensual sex in a private room last August. Hey, Cougar. Mm-hmm. I see you. Smile, Dawn. Uh, the couple reportedly were unaware that they were being recorded. Of course, they're Voyager. I've seen those videos before. Voyager. Voyager, bro. Voyager. <laughs> Voyager? Like Star Trek? <laughs> What is going on? Well God, I gotta to, report that. To Space and Beyond. <laughs> they don't know they're being filmed. Oh, God. <laughs> Boy, you're my bad. It's all good. It's all good. It's just funny. Um, so yeah, apparently, um, <laughs> they were, uh, uh, at the rec, uh, a record show that she captured the video, shared it online using Snapchat uh she was not arrested until wednesday because of continued efforts to gather evidence since the incident while she was being released from custody wednesday she was questioned she questioned the validity of the investigation i asked them where's their proof and i won't say nothing else until they give me proof that's a that's a guilty ass motherfucker when you You hit that no you put that shit on snapchat well where's the proof you didn't say i didn't do it but you ain't got me on camera stealing no boxes (laughs) ain't got me on camera uh, investigators however said they have proof including williams confession and surveillance video and records provided by snapchat when asked if snapchat defense when asked if they had in their possession the actual video posted on snapchat in august investigators told us they cannot reveal that information snapchat video is typically only available for 24 hours after it's posted unless it's sent directly to another user when investigators asked williams why she recorded a couple she reportedly told them she did it for her amusement 
uh williams what how you gonna say they ain't got proof williams faced one count of video voyeurism and one count of video voyeurism discriminate uh dissemination um officials found the bristol court assisted living facility oh officials from there said that she was fired immediately after they learned of the incident karen guessed the race of alexis williams that's white karen's going with white let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe it was going on with the latest um someone said that she recorded blanche Devereaux. <laughs> oh lord <laughs> no she be getting down um sound like she recorded sophia from the fucking way that they the way they said <laughs> oh getting down recorded with judge mathis on in the background black thank you for being a friend uh white started recording after watching safe sex baby video white safe sex baby alexis be uh looking white if she was black she would have asked for receipts instead of proof white she named the porno vinegar walls 18 black no uh cocoon three granny gets down oh no a white alexis sounds black uh horny disorderly fired immediately black so we got people saying black and white on this one uh the correct answer is karen mm-hmm. you went with white but you were wrong oh, damn she's black come on karen you know niggas love stunting for the ground I know a lot of uh white people been getting in trouble putting their shit out there. Mm-hmm. Did the picture show up? Mm-hmm. That's her. She like she'll jack she, off to some old people. She did that shit. You know how diabolical you gotta be to record old people? Right. At eighty one, that's like the last sex of her life. And you was up here like, let me catch this bitch. <laughs> we need to see this. Do you wanna know the worst part? What? I watched that video. I- mm-hmm yeah it was crazy y'all because uh you remember what i was talking earlier mm-hmm. that was the the video i was talking about guys shit is that true this orgy is banging <laughs> who orgy is this siri open up uh orgy playlist add troop all i do is think of you i can't wait to get to school each day yes. to my way, and they'll Pop them pills, Grandpa. Oh, watch the hip. Watch the hip. Watch the hip. <laughs> all right, all right. You know, you can't move like that no more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, guys. Uh, you're going to be calling their grandbabies talking about I can't move. <laughs> uh, let's talk about, uh, obviously, uh, sore ratchetness.
and he's dead mm-hmm. uh reminded me of a movie that we just saw and reviewed on uh on our um on our show power rangers that's right guys a power a power rangers actor admitted to killing his roommate with a sword oh damn must be one of the original ones what <laughs> original power rangers mm-hmm. yeah i guess so he was part of power rangers sword sword extreme yep he's a power ranger um <laughs> ricardo medina jr an actor best known for his television role as a power ranger pleaded guilty thursday to voluntary manslaughter and stabbing death of his roommate medina 38 entered his plea in lancaster courtroom video recorded by tmz proceedings showed him dressed in yellow oh he's the yellow ranger jailed uh jailed issued shirt and he sat behind the table next to his attorney the actor admitted to an allegation that he used a sword during the killing of josh sutter 36 at the home the two shared in green valley which is a small town in northwestern los angeles stabbing occurred january 31st 2015 when a pair got into an argument over medina's girlfriend the dispute turned physical and medina uh, fatally stabbed sutter multiple times oh medina was arrested shortly after the killing but he was released when prosecutors asked to continue the investigations a former oh, power ranger what? star charged with murder i didn't do it tell her to do that Mm, some groovy ass news anyway um he stabbed multiple times with a sword then he was arrested but then he let him go he was arrested again uh oh, in shit. january 2016 on a murder charge this motherfucker was free for a year uh he has been behind bars since then the murder charge is expected to be dismissed as part of his plea deal medina is scheduled to be sentenced march 30th um so he was part of he was the red ranger Ooh, you know the red ranger's the leader yeah he is and he played cole evans on power rangers wild force he was a little too wild uh and in 2002 and decker in power rangers samurai super samurai 2011 to 2012 i guess that nigga was a super samurai all right guys ah we'll be back tomorrow tomorrow i guess will be our girl nina from project uh podcast fandom at projectfandom.com uh it's 7 p.m i believe so i'll double check to make sure she's still game but we should be here tomorrow mm-hmm. and then uh wednesday we'll be recapping the walking dead uh with ashanti so you guys should know her from the movie trailer reviews network Yay! that's right we're gonna be uh having some good times this week uh all right until then i love you i love you too Mwah.